Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Recorded live. Black Power, Beaver 48, My Hotel, Local on the Feet on the Ground Radio. Uh, what's going on out there tonight, family? It's Slaughterhouse Saturday. This is Brother Born. You know the you know the thing what it shows who's still betraying the African Revolution. Yeah, my son, man. Praise Nat Turner, glory to Garvey, all of the spirit of Dr. Khaled Abdul Muhammad. Praise Harriet Tubman, glory to Ida B. Wells, all of the spirit of Sister Fanny Bohema. B. 48. Uh, we're getting it in tonight, family. Like, uh, uh, again, you know, the theme of the show is always on Slaughterhouse Saturday, who's still between the African Revolution. Like I said, it's the that the Dr. John have a clock. Tonight we got open lines. And the family come on in and, uh, you know, talk to us. Give us a, you know, what's going on in, in your house, what's going on in your mind. Uh, got a couple of things I got to send out. Black Power, BB48, Brother Bourne, and the family. Uh, Black Power, BB48, what's going on, uh, Sister Camille? How are you tonight? Well, I'm blacktastic, you know. The weather is simply fabulous. It just got back in, you know. Um, just trying to maintain out here and continue to grow, you know. And, you know, find my lane and uh, carry out my role. Uh, you know the weather has been um, doing doing us well, doing us well. You know, um, shit. I'm I've been super extra busy. I'm super tired right now. But it's just been running, running, running up super early every morning. I didn't know how I could make it on to the line tonight. I don't know what was going on tonight. What else I was going to be into? I'm kind of uh, sliding out on a couple of things right now. Uh, but we're here, and so we're here to uh, make sure that we produce for the family and and do what we got to do. So, um, you know, media is our, media is our thing, so we're going to have to get these stories up to the people and love, give them this African perspective, push it forward. Um, I'm feeling, uh, you know, I'm feeling swell, though, about, about the aspect of pushing media out here, as I shared, I shared on the on the Facebook. You know, the I was out yesterday. I was out yesterday, out and about, and uh, 
black man rolled up on me, one black man in particular, excuse me, black man in particular rolled up on me uh, and asked me had he seen me on uh, TV before, whatever, uh, asked me had I been on TV. So, you know, I'm like, you know, about what? You know, he's like, uh, you know, you got, uh, he's like, you got a news show. So I'm on TV, right? I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 I'm doing a news show. You know what I'm saying? He was like, yo, I really like that news show, man. He was like, yo, y'all put out some real good information. He said, it's different than what, what most people uh, put out, you know. He's like, but, he was like, yo, but, you know what I'm saying? Your show made me want to militarize my religion. And we want to get a militarized religion. I said, what? Militarize your religion? I was like, I had never heard nobody say any, make a statement like that, you know. So that was that was a very interesting statement to, to, um, with him just telling me that the things that he had seen on the show had um, struck in him that he needed a more militarized religion, you know what I'm saying. So I was I was happy about that because that's something that, that we definitely wish to express in the show is the reason to force to be more military-like. And so for him to say that he was looking for a more militarized religion mean that he was looking to change his life until uh, uh, his whole, his thoughts and his paradigm of living, how he lived into a more military-like style of life. Um, but also, you know, mentioned how much his wife liked the show and how during the show him and his wife, you know, chopped chop it up on the different things that we have on the show and that he was looking forward to us putting the show back out. So um, that was, that was a, some encouragement. I have been working on putting that show back out. You know, on the, uh, we'll be on public access, CTV, public access uh, channel, but uh, it get out there well enough where the people know who you are and they and they watch it. So if you got access to a public access channel or something like that, uh, utilize it. Utilize it. Utilize every medium that we can that we can in order to push our message. Uh, we need this guerrilla warfare. So during guerrilla warfare, you're behind enemy lines. So all things that belong to the enemy must be re, uh, you know, what I'm saying recommissioned for our own purpose. So I'm just, uh, you know, I was just happy about that right there. It made me, it, it made me feel good about putting the show out. You know. Family to say that they really like the show. Then it just it, it also put me in tune with another little young blood that I met out there. Um, you know what I'm saying? So a uh, young young college uh, brother. You know what I'm saying? So you know, hopefully we get anything right. I can get him to tune on, and then we can uh, be moving with some of this young fresh blood that's right there in the college also who understand the situation that we're dealing in. You know, we had a nice conversation together. Uh, and as I said, you know, the young blood stepped off. It was like, yo, man, you know, I'm just glad to be um, having this conversation with you. It was like, yo, this is like one of the realest conversations that I ever had before. It was like, you know, and so, and we was, wasn't, you know, we were just basically having some basic conversations, some of the things that we just, um, we speak about here on the show on Feet on the Ground on a regular basis, but, you know, just a common understanding of where we are the understanding of how we got into this situation and what we have to do to get up out of this situation. And, so, you know, having that type of conversation, you really 
you know, they don't really, that's not something that's really uh, uh, a common conversation amongst black people, especially in the public. And so we was having this conversation in the public, which was which was good. We were turning some Negroes, uh, we were turning Negroes extra mad because, you know, Negroes sitting, sitting around us with a fat, sloppy, nasty, whale, pig, part whale, porpoise-looking white broad. And this white that's looking just funky as hell, and I'm putting fire on the goddamn white man and his white woman at the same goddamn time, calling them all type of camel who and beast, and his brother sitting there who's quiet at the church mouth looking dumb as hell because he's sitting there with the goddamn oppressor, and you know, and I'm calling them the damn oppressors, and then he's sitting there looking foolish. The young brother, he, the young brother... He he was feeling it. He was happy, so but he didn't want to really look at the brother to really bust him out. So he was just kept his eye at the brother, like just looking at him for the side eye, uh, you know. And so it, it was an interesting thing. But like like I said, though, I was just glad to have conversation out there in the public and being an open and being able to have open conversation, speaking the same way that we speak right now, or you know, the same way that we speak over the airwaves. You know, to have that conversation in, in public and not in a setting where it's, uh, you know, it's just me and the one person. But to have it, you know, in general like that is good because you give other people the, uh, you can give a lot of other people the understanding of what's happening. But one thing that it does is it uh, pushes our bravery line. It, it pushes the line of what you can say in public and what you can't. Because our people be afraid to address things exactly how we would address them at home. You know, we get out in the public and, you know, um, you get in public with some black folk and you say, you the white man, and they just put their head down. They start to, you know, they walking away from you. They got their head, they, why are you saying that so loud like that? Okay. You know? And shit like that get to happen. And so, you know, you got to. We got to break our people out of that to let them know that, listen, no, man, if we can say what we feel like saying, and the beast is the beast is the beast. Ain't no way. The cracker is the cracker is the cracker. We should have no fear of other crackers for speaking the truth, for speaking the goddamn truth. We ain't telling no lies. And that's why I say, you know, it's interesting. So the cracker, you know, I'm, I'm, she playing can hear me, playing this goddamn day she can hear me. But they had nothing to say. Because it was nothing, it was nothing to say. I was wanting them to say anything, something, say something, defend yourself. But no defense came at all, you know. So uh, that was a that was a good thing because I wanted them to really go defend themselves. Because if they just started to defend themselves, it just went even better on the bus. Then I then I would have been able to incorporate the whole bus into the conversation. Because if it got loud enough where I'd been able to be loud, and now I'm going to eat your ass up on the bus and make you look dumb up here about you sitting there with this cracker beast or make the cracker look dumb for sitting there with a black man. Show everybody that this shit is racism at the core. And I'll tell you how this right now. Anytime you see a white person with a goddamn black person, they practice in racism, white supremacy. And I'm telling you, they hate black people. If you see a black, a white person with a black person, they hate black people. And to let them fool you into thinking, oh, I'm only over here because I love y'all so much. 
that. You know, I want to be into the race or none of that. Nah, nah, that's bullshit. Because if you love black people, as much as you exclaim to love black people, you would want black people to stay being black people. You would never want to mix your goddamn weak, tampered-down genes into our genetic pool. You would leave us as we are. That's love. That's real love right there. Love us so much that you leave us the fuck alone and don't try to change our genetics. But if you're trying to change our genetics, have baby fathers, you don't love us. You don't want us to be us. You want us to be some some part of you. You you, you want you want to change who the hell we are. You don't love us for us. And if you ever loved us for us, let us be us and not put your weak and wicked ass genes inside our genetic pool. And you wouldn't allow uh, one of us to go up in you. Straight like that. Straight like that. It, it never happened. It never happened. People who love themselves and love you, they are definitely they would not do that shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Not at, not at all. Not at all. So y'all watch out. That's the goddamn enemy. There's always an enemy. Don't never trust them. Never trust them. Never trust them damn white folks who like even when black people. They untrustworthy. They got. They hate you, and they hate they got themselves at the same time. That's one of the worst type of self-hate. The self-hate so when you hate yourself so much that you don't even want to create a child that look like you. That's that's real. That's that's just, that's just, uh, that's super self hate right there. That's almost as bad as the self hate that the fag got. Shay, and, and salute to you, and my, my respect to you, King, for keeping it one hundred out there in the street. Because at the end of the day, that's what the youth need to see. They need to see that um, boldness. You know, uh, uh, they need to see our African warriors. Um, lead by example, and that's what you did. You know what I mean? Oh, well, you know, we just being we just being us. But thank you very much for that. But you know, we just doing what we got to do. Just just being, just just being an uh, African on a regular basis. Just being an African. <laughs> uh, matter of fact, that's what yo. I I got I was talking to my man from Ghana today. Got a homie from Ghana, so he over here. He was like, yo, you know, he talking to me. So he was like, yo, he said, you know, I, I didn't ask you where you was born at. Like, he was like, you was born in Jamaica or something. Or I was like, no, you know what I'm saying? I was born in fucking Germany, B. He was like, Germany? He was like, oh. He said, so you're just an African African. He said, you're just a regular African then, right? <laughs> So I'm like, I'm laughing because I'm not really understanding. I'm like, yeah, I'm a regular African. I'm like, yo, what do you mean by that? He was like, yo, because he was like, yo, um, most people who from over here be like, yo, they American and they all and they won't tell you they like that they African first. He said, but I don't never hear you say that you African. I mean, he said I never heard you say you was American. You only told me that you was African, and I didn't know where you was born at. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, all right, boom, boom, boom. So we just, we just chopping it up. But it, it was an interesting conversation for him to have, you know, for him to be like, yo, you, you're, oh, you're a regular African-African. I was like, yeah, like, what the fuck? Like, what other kind of African am I supposed to be? But the regular African-African. I would never I would never take it and, and, and pervert myself with, I'm a goddamn African-American. I never pervert myself with no Afro-American, none of that shit. I never pervert myself with them type of uh, fucking labels. You know what I mean? 
and, and I understand that a lot of people on the continent might be singled down to a tribe, but we over here on a different thing. We the new African. We the most African Africans that you can goddamn find. We 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 recaptured everything that we can find. We studying every single fucking culture that we can get to on the goddamn on the continent. We're going to be the most diverse Africans of all, super African over here. So with, so with that being said, what's going on out here tonight, family? You know, like I said, it's sort of how Saturday. we got so many things going on all over the place. Uh, it's open live, so come on and get it in. Hold up. Uh. Ah, so who we got out there on the line right here? Sister Camille out there already. Yeah, I said I'm I'm running low behind there to get my computer, get my everything open up. Chat room opening. The chat room, chat room, get my chat room open real fast. Um, now, would y'all privy to see this, uh, brother, brother Lou shared the link earlier. Um, uh, I tuned in to this link where the fucking, with. Tamil who was in who was in South Carolina, uh, doing some type of goddamn Confederate flag waving or something. I tell our people all the time, leave the practice that they practice at six. We want to keep them waving a fucking American uh Confederate flag and all the blood that's been spilled on this goddamn country under the red, white, and blue. We're under the stars. What they call stars and stripes. And we worried about the motherfucking... And we busy worried about uh, uh, one of them flags. None of the flags is worth is worth any goddamn thing to us more than toilet paper. And none of them flags ever been worthy of our adulation or... or, or, or our care or anything of that nature has all been a detriment to us as a people. So we we see our people out there running amongst this thing. They're wanting to put pressure on on uh, the white man, but I don't know what you know. I don't know what kind of pressure you can put on them by telling them we don't want to see your flag. And I and all, all it can do. You know, I don't want to agitate white people. I want to, we, we, we got to take them out of here. We don't want to just have them mad and, and, you know, we don't want to do that. And I say this because we at a point where we got so many of our brothers and sisters who are weak in the understanding of who they're dealing with that we set them up to be targets. And I mean that we know that they will be, we know that we all are targets at points in time dealing with this. Caucasian, and at any point in time, you could become a victim 
a random cracker violence. That's, that's just something that just it is what it is living here. But what I'm saying is that we have uh, sets of crackers who are prone to violence, but then we have other borderline crackers. And we don't want, we want to be able to not put our brothers and sisters who have no thought of a BB for Holy Day in the goddamn harm's, into harm's way, where, where the cracker is more likely now to be uh, a savage, more likely now than ever to, to make sure that if he, if he catches you somewhere where he feels like you don't want, that you shouldn't be at, that he makes sure that you pay a severe price. And I, and I say that uh, thinking of our sister in Texas who was pulled over for the wrong signal and subsequently ended up dead in the police station. Uh, there's a lot of different stories about what happened. Uh, I particularly haven't just, uh, I particularly waited for a second so I can pull some of this information out and we'll jump into it. But like I said, I pulled some of this information out, but I wanted to hold off and just see everything that was uh, surrounding the chase. But did you see that, Sister Camille? I did. Um, something that me and the family was discussing today because, uh, Again, for our family members that don't want to accept the reality that this is still a slave society, that we are still viewed as not even being human, you know, this is this is a wake-up call for them. I mean, this sister uh, did what, you know, uh, uh, Negroes say uh, you're supposed to do, right? She got that college degree. I mean, sister just moved down there to Texas, all right? And she's brutalized, okay, or for, for a, a traffic stop. Let's, you know, deal with the fact that the cop, the cracker beast fucking uh, swan, smashed her head in the concrete. All right? You had somebody videotaping it, and apparently the sister's supposed to have said, you know, thank you for videotaping this as she's being roughed up. This a woman, now this a queen. This is how they doing... The sisters, you know, and now she's dead, mysteriously, you know. How dare you say anything? How dare you uh, pretend that the Constitution apply to you, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and as I said, you know, that's a situation where it's like, um, You know, like I said, that's a situation where we got people who not really understanding uh, what kind of beast that they fighting or that they dealing with. So we, you know, we enter into areas and we enter dealing with them without proper precaution. We're not precautious at all when dealing with this beast. We just, we, we, you know, we just act like it's just is going to be normal, always normal business. You know, it's. Uh, I, and I don't know what how is it normal. Uh, uh, it's just gonna be, you know, everything will be all right. You know, we just dealing with, you know, we 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 good we people too. 
You know what I mean? That's the type of thing that we be having on our mind. Well, we people too. So they shouldn't treat us like that. We people too. And that ain't the goddamn, uh, you think we people too. You think that they look at you like we all the same. We got to stop pulling that we all the same shit. We the ones who, who fucking up with that. We've accepted them saying, oh, no, we all alike. We all alike. We've accepted these lies as being told, and this is um, this is not to, you know, not to veer in, but this is one of the reasons why we have to be careful when we are speaking, um, especially those who are in the, what we call the conscious community and are speaking to what is said to be uh, said to be scientifical information said to be science, and the science is stating that we're all one. You know what I'm saying? Um, and that shit right there is, that ain't no good. We can't be running around talking about, oh, we all one. We one folk together. Hell no. That's going to kill you. That's going to kill you. It's going to kill you quicker than goddamn cancer. You know what I mean? You good as a matter of fact, you're good as dead if you even you good as dead if you even expressing that that we all want. That means that you willing you willing to be a part of the genetic goddamn turnout of our people. I mean that you willing you willing you know, when you hear people say that we all want, you got to look out and see make sure that they ain't got no uh uh cracker boyfriend, girlfriend. That they ain't really secretly got no white folk that they really want to be down with. You know what I'm saying? So this is what's going on. That's what you got to look out for. Okay. And then, you know, while they fucking you up, then they flip it and say that you assaulting the police because you you dare to uh, resist the injustice that this predator is acting upon you. You know, and, and I just want to say, the sister name was Sandra Bland. And it's just 28 years old, you know what I mean, and and dead, murdered, and this is this is a continuation. You 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 had had highlighted the great ancestor Ida B. Wells Barnett. What's this not going on in her time? Mm-hmm. Isn't this this type of shit that brought her to uh, form an opposition, to speak out against it? To, to create a newsletter, to let our people know what's the hell going on, to wake up. But that's what disintegration do to you, you know. That's what the religions of perversions do to you. And I'm so sick of it, King. I, I was listening to um, Dr. Walter Williams earlier today. You know, the, the destruction of this shit has to happen. It just has to happen. This whole racist society. We have to wake up. We got to say enough is enough. We're not citizens. We've never been considered citizens. We got mm-hmm. a whole history of that shit in this land. No, and the history is not. And you know, uh, you saying that right? I'm I'm watching the, I'm watching where. Um, I'm watching the live feed of Brother Littleton, Brother Littleton link to a live feed. So I go in, I'm watching the live feed, and um, 
they go to a sister, right? They and they asking the sister. They saying, "Yo, listen, check this out." They like, "Yo, look." Um, they like, "Yo, what do you think about what's going on here?" She was like, "Yo, this is just regular." She was like, "You know, this is South Carolina. White people like that." Like, well, what do you think about racism and all that? She was like, "Listen, when the country founded on this, man, it is what it is. This is what it's going to be." He said, "Um." He said something else to her. She was like, well, look, I'll tell you this, that, um, no, I think she said this country founded on He was like, oh, you know, that's an interesting outlook. He said, you know, because they founded the country on it, and that means that it's basically, you can't shake this. She's like, you're right. This ain't never going, uh, you can't never, um, stop this from being, like, I'm like, oh, what the fuck? You know, and so when she said that, it was like, um, I'm listening to the sister, and I'm like, damn, you know, that's that realization that, yo, when we know that this shit is some shit that it was founded with the founded here, but we find no way, we, we're not thinking that there's no way for us to come up out of this. It's like, yo, it is what it is. You're like, you know, why are you here just to support, just to be like, you know, I'm I'm out here just to see what's going on. Uh, she's like, you know, hopefully something, she was like, it was one or two things going to happen. Either this is going to be a good thing or it's going to turn out bad. You know what I mean? Um, and, I just, and I just listened, but it was no, you know, our people don't have a thought of us winning. You know, they, they want to fight. Our people have a thought of standing up. We'll come out. You know, we would, you know, you know we'll come out like, yo, later for that. This ain't right. We need, to, we need to do something. You know what I'm saying? We come out with, like, come out with that, with that thought and that willpower to want to change something, but when we get out there, we still don't think that anything can change. We just, like, you know, we just used to being, uh, like, like cannon fodder. We just used to being on the front line just so we can fall down. And so that's, and that's how I see that thing. But uh, what's going on out there, uh, you know, if you want to add on, but it was, it was very interesting. And I'll get back to some of the stuff that I've seen on that live feed because there were a couple other interesting points that happened in there. That's the problem. Uh, A lot of our people cannot see a victory. But you've been conditioned that way. You know, that's how I look at the shit. And, you know, I'm going right back to the goddamn religions of perversion. You've been conditioned to see the cracker beast as a god. Mm-hmm. You can't defeat God. You not, know? Not only you can't defeat him, but there's no reason to think about defeating him. Okay. Turn the other cheek bullshit. You know, mm-hmm. you never get that sermon about the made-up serapist who became Christ, who became Jesus Christ, uh, coming down, coming uh, to earth, uh, coming from heaven with a sword in his hand. You don't get that version. Mm-hmm. You, you get the, the the meek shall inherit the earth. That's that bullshit. The African warrior shall inherit the earth. Not the motherfucking meat. 
The meek are the mentally enslaved right now. The meek end up oppressed. Okay? Mm -hmm. Always. Always. It always goes that the meek, the weak, end up crushed and stomped on, man. There's not no place where they let the weak survive. They let the weak run nothing. This is always the strong survive, man. This is not anything other than that. Mm-hmm. And that's why it was ill how you said the brother said watching you on TV made him realize he had to militarize his religion. That's what we're talking about right now. If you're going to fuck with the bullshit. Mm-hmm. Are we going, yeah, if you're going to be fucking with the bullshit. If you're thinking, and that's what, if you know, like, I'm not even, I, it was nothing about, Nothing that I was, you know, when he said that, I'm not, I'm thinking I want our people, you know, just drop the religion or just drop any of that shit altogether. And, but to say that he didn't militarize religion, it didn't put me into the thought that he was thinking about, you know, I need to take my Christianity and get and act more militant. But just thinking like he was looking at it like, yo, I got to find something. I got to find a religion that's more, that, that, that's going to have me more in the mood of 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 um wanting to get something out of this, uh, you know, get something that's more uh, strength giving out of it. You know what I mean? And that's how it seemed to me that he was more into that type of thing. They need, you know, just um, I'm not feeling good with this milk toast religion. And that's all you ever go get when the preacher's in front of you, who is the enemy, as Doctor Walter Williams so eloquently broke down who's the motherfucking enemy, you know. He is the rook. He is the bishop to keep white supremacy alive in this motherfucking chess game here, okay. He don't give you the sermon to wake up that African spirit in you. He give you a sermon to keep it dead. He don't, He, you know, for our people that still caught up with the religions of perversion, this is the shit I got to ask you, you know. Those who, and, and you are the type of people who say, you know, we can't win, all that's going to happen is we're going to get killed out here. And that go for the Muslims, too, because Farrakhan, I actually heard him say that recently in an old lecture. The motherfucker said that about the Million Man March. But let me get back to where I was going with this and shit. You know, they never come at it with the David and Goliath story, showing and proving that uh, if you feel like you got lesser, you know, you, you're not uh, on the same parallel, uh, I mean, on the same in, in terms of uh, – power uh, as your enemy, as your uh, opposer, as your oppressor, well, didn't motherfucking David uh, defeat the giant? Huh? Don't don't, don't your religions of perversion tell a story of that? Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't they hold on to that and believe that it's possible? Huh? Exactly. You're saying that we never, you know, they never, right, the people never give us that story. That's never the story that, that you know, that's hard to find. You know how, look, we can win up against any goddamn, any odds. Uh, they tell the David and Goliath, they tell the David and Goliath story, but they don't tell it in the context of our oppression here. You know, the David and Goliath story, it come on the, on the hills or something about your motherfucking tithes and shit like that. 
how you you know you got to have your ties right. That's where the David and Goliath story come on to it. It always got something to do with some money when you hear that shit. It, uh, about how, you know, you had a job that was so hard and you had to go down there and beat it down in order for you to get right to bring this money to the Lord. And that's, that's most of the damn uh, uh, stories about David and Goliath being, uh, you know, and being a story of the smaller defeating the, the stronger, allegedly. It always got something to do with how you was you was weak, but the Lord helped you gain strength, strength to defeat that job, get there, defeat that boss, and not uh, 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 not quit, but go in there and put that work in. Because the only thing they worry about is you go and take your ass to work, then you get my goddamn 10%. You know, anything else other than that is some other shit that listening to. Shame. Yeah. Um, hold on one moment, y'all. Want to put this in real quick? And um, the sister who was uh, murdered out there in Texas was uh, Sandra Bland. Uh, you know the story is, uh, you know she was arrested. It was a Prairie View, Texas. Uh, as I said, a routine traffic stop, signal lane charge. Three days later, she was dead in her cell at Waller County Jail. Um. It's said to be suicide by hanging. Uh, it said somehow she got some plastic inside, some plastic bag inside her um, cell and was able to hang herself with this thing. Okay. And let's keep it real. I'm, I'm reading here, all right, a quote from her friend. Malcolm Jackson says, you know, after he pulled, first of all, the cracker beast going to pull her out of the car. That's a violation right there, right? Force her and toss her to the ground, right? Another violation, right? Knees to the neck and arrest her. What? I mean, <laughs> my people, if this ain't enough, to wake you up, to, to rise up that African warrior spirit up in you, to come together on a complete, come together on a strict African-centered perspective, drop all of the cracker beast tools of indoctrination, all of it, the live integration, um, educating our babies, uh, the religions of perversion, you know, uh, start pulling back from having to d depend on them in terms of our survival, meaning we do that grow and die on some realness. You know what I'm saying? We bargain with each other, all right? We sisters, we start learning how to sew. Uh, come on now. We we know how our people gave it up, even to our men. Uh, back in the day, what was that, Carl Kanai, uh, FUBU? Let's start. We, we, we are the flavor. Mm-hmm. All right? Whatever we make popular, whatever we put on and say, this is how we're going to style it because we naturally creative, that become the move. Let's keep it right. It's our people that made what you call the labels now that a lot of us are spending our money on, and we got to stop that bullshit, uh, Gucci, uh, 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 Louis Vuitton, all this bullshit, when we mm -hmm. had our own shit at one time. But because we rock it, we make it popular. 
right? Then they raise the price up on it. But, man, we got to get away from these cracker beasts. We got to come together, and we got to work on our retribution. Black power. Black power. And, you know, you're saying that, Sister Camille. Let me tell you something that, that, that I know when you say that we make this shit popular and they raise the price. Yeah. I used to, uh, I remember when Herman Survivors was the, was the boot to have. I'm telling you, it was Herman Survivors. Well, nothing else. If you didn't have no pair of Herman Survivors, then your foot game was fucked up. Now, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened, but all of a sudden, people changed over to Timberland. And Timberland wasn't that expensive. Herman Survivors, though, was fucking expensive. A pair of Herman Survivors was a buck easy, no no doubt about it. You know what I mean? And they was held that, the, you know, the, the, the you know you find Herman Survivors in Filene's, you find them in Macy's, you find them in Bob's Surplus, you know what I mean? Shit like that, that's where you go um, buy them boots at all. The nice little... You know the um, you know like the uh, hiking stores. You know where they had a little expensive type of shit in there. That's where we used to find the Herman survivors. Timberlands used to be out, but nobody wore them shit. And then maybe like eighty, I don't know, maybe like eighty eight, eighty seven, eighty seven, eighty eight. It changed over to Timberland. And I'm gonna tell you, in less than less than Two years, Timberlands went up to over a hundred dollars. Herman survivors went down to where a point where right now you can get some good ass, way thorough ass Herman survivors at Walmart for about thirty dollars, thirty five dollars. Where we took in, took our interest out of this company, but it made them drop their prices. To, uh, I'm saying, uh, and Herman survivors was hundred dollars, like just like Tim, hundred hundred twenty dollars. Tim's was like $50, $60, and that shit just flipped all the way around by just what we, how, what type of fashion statement we wanted to make. We changed right over to, to the point where Timberlands could start selling uh, $150 boots with no problem, $160, $200 boots selling out the door in the boots that you once spent $150, $200 for. Now they'll turn to sixty dollars. They'll turn to Walmart boots. Like they, you know, they'll turn to some shit you get at the. In uh, a Walmart is like Ames, or uh, cow doors. I don't know if y'all know about these stores, but it's just like, you know, this. Even though people shop at Walmart, like you know, it's just, it's a popular store, but it's the the quality of the store is more like a. It's, it's some, like, flea market shit, all the flea market shit in one place. Even though, you know, they got some good, they do have, you know, the electronics and all that shit, but it's like a, a large-ass discount store. That's what Walmart is. And so when you find, uh, when I find a shoe that once was $100,000 inside a, like, a, a, a store like that, it just shows you that, it shows me personally the power that we have of influence on products here in the country. And 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 as you said, you know, uh we do we did we add that spice to everything. And we didn't like Levi's. Levi's wouldn't be popular right now, man. If doesn't we just leave them just alone and we can put the motherfuckers out of business. Um Carl Kanai, uh all that FUBU, all those things were you know, 
those are the most comfortable. I'll tell you this, Carl Kanai, I, I don't know what happened, but it's because of our fickle nature of how we like stuff that we were allowed to be pushed away from Carl Kanai. Well, Carl Kanai made some of the best jeans that I ever got. Some of the best jeans. It was good because he he learned how to make the jeans where they were baggy, but they still would fit you in the waist. So instead of you having having on pants that was that was so big in the in the waist that your belt all you know you the the um the pants material crushed together and lapped over, your pants would still fit around the waist, but you would have mad room like in the legs and everything. And they had super deep pockets. That was something that I always liked about a pair of pants is that is have a deep pocket. And they did. They had super deep ass pockets. It was very comfortable. It was some very comfortable pants. If I could find some of them, call tonight some of them original ones right now. I would buy them. The original type of jeans that he came out with. I would buy those. Things, you know, immediately. But um, that being said, just wanted to uh, add on to what the sister was saying. And um, see who we got out there on the line, Black Power. What's going on out there, family? We voted. You know what it is. It's sort of how Saturday. There's open line. We got to come on in and get it in. Let's see here. So we got out there on the line. Y'all don't be shy. The line is open. Don't be shy out there. Y'all, uh, let me see. Let me get my thing together right here. What I say? Got to keep the wheel turning. Mm-hmm. Well, Brother Bourne, you know, it was also um, disturbing that there was somebody videotaping it who did not, we got to get to a point where if that was a, a family member videotaping this, right, there's no way that both of them shouldn't have been whooping on that racist, savage, cracker beast ass, you know. We got to get to that point where, where we don't just stand and watch them abuse one of us. We got to get to the point where we understand we are truly family in a real way, you know, and not, first of all, already, like I said before, because we come from the motherland. But then that breeding process here, we don't know who related to and who not. So the approach and the way we need to see each other is that we on some real family African-centered shit, you know. We all understand, we all should understand that that's where we come from. All right, and we should want to know about that Mayafa period, just like we know our name. You know, we we, we should want to know it like that way. But we are all family, and we got to get to the point where we see this happening in the street, that we all immediately jump on that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Don't just watch it. Yeah, we can't. We yeah, you, you know, we got to get away from. The first thing we do is pull these cameras out where, you know, it's like, well, if we if we got it on film, we'll get justice. That shit don't work. I don't know, you know, they've been lying to us about this thing that somehow if you 
if you show them that they did wrong, that somehow they're going to more all of a sudden morals going to come about them, and they're going to be like, yeah, you know what, you right, we wrong. We, you know, that's not gonna, that's not gonna fucking happen. That's not gonna ever happen where we have white people all of a sudden feel, you know, get this moral, you know, they 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 get on, uh, you know, they get some morals about themselves. Morals enough where they like, you know what, we was, we did something wrong to y'all. We feel like we should give y'all justice, and we're looking. For these type of people to give us justice, this is why people are fighting for. Uh, we want to have make sure the police got cameras on them and things of that nature. We've seen if we don't, it, it, yo, ain't no amount of film going to get these motherfuckers. Uh, 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 is going uh, going to put them in fear. Like I mean, we've seen with our own eyes. Everybody's seen these motherfuckers kill people right on camera. Where it's like, damn, he just killed him. And they still say, yo, we got to wait for this to go to trial. We got to wait and see what the prosecutor said. And when there's no fucking doubt about what happened, but we still waiting to see what the prosecutor said. We still waiting to see what this person said. We don't have to get that up. And as a person, you know, uh, you can't be sitting there filming this shit. Yo, man, put your fucking camera away and put your body in the motherfucking action, man. If we got to go down, we might as well go down fighting together because all you can do is spark this shit off. All you can do is set it off. Nowadays, that's all you can do. We ain't going to do nothing else but set it off. It's already, they're already on us. So all we can do is set this shit off. That's it. And let me, hold on. And I don't want to say something, too, um, because uh, let me say something to y'all uh, slick, slick niggas out here, man, about feet on the ground. Y'all motherfuckers, uh, and I'm saying this in general. I hope y'all online listening. I hope y'all tune into this later and pick this up. Look, you slick niggas. We over here don't give a fuck about cracker interpretation of fucking science. But don't never put us in the realm of those who are not uh, aware of what education is or what science is and technology and the value of science and technological advancement. Do not, do not think that for a moment that we are not understanding it that. And, I'm, and the only reason I'm going off into this is because uh, I read something where uh, a brother passed something to me. I posted something on some science and technology, and um, there was a, a dumbass comment to the thing as though, um, well, look, this is why we need it, you know. And I know it's in reference to how ignorant niggas feel that, uh, you know, how ignorant niggas feel like something is wrong with us. We're questioning every fucking thing the cracker come up with, everything. You know what I'm saying? We're not saying, and, and, and you know, so so you goddamn jackasses, get off of that. We know where the hell science comes from. We know the goddamn cracker came out the cave and couldn't count nothing but fleas before we taught him how to goddamn take a bath and shit like that, how to, how to be upright. We know this shit, but that don't mean that we don't understand that right now the cracker been running this shit for her shit. Goddamn, how long? 
how long has he been interpreting every fucking thing for us now? Negroes just up out the cotton patch. Negroes right up out the goddamn slave field to say, you know what? Nah, that white man ain't codified this shit in his own way. We got it. We, we, everything is we, we now. We researching this and we, we researching that and we done found this. What the fuck? You ain't found shit. The cracker found some shit, interpreted it for you, and gave it to you, nigga. Now, very, and that don't say, and, that, and that's not to say that, oh, no black people are in the field. Well, I just want to clear this shit up for, uh, right now, you know, just clear y'all asses up because it's just, it's, 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 um, it's weak to me for y'all to, to run to that type of motherfucking, uh, uh, run to that stance and then try to project the African who questions Euro interpretation of information as they are the ones who are something is wrong with you for asking the question and being critical of everything that comes out of a racist, white supremacist academia. But with that being said, fuck off, niggas. Black power. So, yeah. Excuse me, man. You know, I had to get that. I had to get that off right quick, though, because I'm just seeing this, and I'm seeing people taking put our people into a a, a a group like that, try to box us into a situation where is you know they speak on us as though we don't uh, are like we against oh y'all against science. Y'all saying science ain't African and all this other shit. Niggas gonna prove us. We're going to prove science is African. And who the fuck is you going to prove that to? Nigga, we know. I say, that's that bullshit. That's that bullshit. That's what I was That's that bullshit. How you, what the fuck is you going to, we going to prove that science is African. And then that's the way, I ain't going to get into that shit. I'm going to, I saw, I'm going to, I've seen some shit. I'm going I'm I'm to pass that video on. And then we we'll be able to touch on to that. Because I, I see niggas is playing the flick. They playing real slick right now. Well, they trying to change, you know, uh, trying to change what the initial premise was now. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, the deal is exactly premise is changing. It's no longer about this. It's it's not, you know. It's now we got to prove it up that science is African. There's something wrong with us for thinking that science ain't African. So then once we Agree to size African than anything that come up in their so called size. Hey, that's African too. So anything the crowd just say with this science that's African, anything, any interpretation he come up with, anything he say, hey, it got to be true. He uses science, and science started in Africa. That's crazy. That's <laughs> fucking crazy, King. And that's what the fuck they're hitting us with. That's what they're hitting us with right now. That's what they hit this way. So before August second, we might have to, we might have to, uh, uh, you know, we go scared to call. You know what I mean? Y'all want to all come in here because they know you know what I'm saying. We might take it, uh, put some heat on that goddamn context of what the fuck they saying. We know we might have to beat that up some, but it's just shameful for us now to run to that to that extreme as to um, be dismissive of your brothers and sisters' questions on interpretation of fucking science. I, that's, 
That's my thing. How can you fucking question, uh, you know, how can you be, uh, uh, feel some kind of way about your brothers and sisters questioning interpretation? We ain't questioning the fucking signs. We, we, you know, we're not sitting here saying, listen, carbon-14 dating is, is uh, not right. You know, uh, uh, dating by stratigraphy is not right. We're not coming and saying none of that shit. We ain't saying none of that, even though we can, we can make arguments against that. We're like, like, nah, we're going to give you that. We're going to give you that y'all know how to date the shit, at least. We're going to give you that, that you understand how to put, make sure it's a timeline on this. But, God damn it, you ain't going to tell me what to think about what you found during that time period. You can't tell me how I should fucking feel about what you uh, about what was found there. You can't just take that shit and just say, "Well, look, this is this is what the setup was all of that time during this time period." When you wasn't there, this I can do that interpretation too. You wasn't there like I wasn't there. So now your mind don't work no better than mine. If I can look at the same goddamn data that you came up with, I can look at that data also and come up with my own fucking thought on what was happening during that time period. So, you know, and that's, and that's what we want to do as Africans because that's the number one thing that we have to do. We have to reinterpret and reinvent all this stuff for ourselves in a mannerism for us to win. See, that's the thing. We want to fucking win. That's the, that's the thing about uh, uh, redesigning all of this stuff anyway. That's the thing about who's still betraying the African Revolution. Who the hell is, is steering us away? from our goddamn African mind state. Who was taking us away from that, telling us that we should not be able to interpret this stuff for ourselves? Who is Who is doing it and why? Why would you be doing that? Why would you want us not to interpret every single piece of information in our own, in, in, in our own perspective? Why would you not want us to do that? So that's what we got to start looking at, the, the, the why. Why are some of these people uh, uh, doing some of the things that they're doing? You know, uh, are you the agent by proxy? Why are you the agent by proxy? That's what we have to start asking ourselves. Are you really the fucking agent? And you, and, and, because you can't help but to be that? I hope not. I hope not. I hope you ain't just an agent just to be the fucking agent. Being an agent, bitch, I hope you get paid or something. What the fuck? Most of y'all ain't even getting paid for being a motherfucking agent. You just doing this shit just to fuck over your brother and sister. Just hate. Just self-hate. I want to just fuck over my brother and sister. Even though if you're really an agent, that's self-hate. But I'm just, I'm just, uh, you know, just putting it in perspective. What the fuck? Y'all ain't even getting nothing out the goddamn deal. Okay. So, I'm, I figured this shit out. What the fuck would make y'all just be like this? Woo! Well, we, we moving, though. We moving. Uh, see what else we got going on out here. As I say, you know, uh, the Black Queen was murdered down there in Texas. Uh, family, this is not new. This should be fuel for your fire. This should be fuel for your fire. And when you see something going down, you don't step in with the camera. If you step in 
your goddamn body because your brother or sister that you watching being goddamn missed or uh, 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 being abused by the beast might be the next one dead. We that might be the next one that we look at what happened. They suicided. They suicided. I'm telling y'all right fucking now out loud. If I fucking get arrested and I got them die in custody, I did not commit suicide. Fuck what them motherfuckers said. And fuck all that. We wait for investigation. Find out which crackers was there with me on motherfucking duty and get they motherfucking ass. Fuck all that other shit. Fuck all that taking to court and then you piss nah, fuck all that. None of that. None of that. None of that. You 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 find out who the fuck was there and you take it to their motherfucking ass so they killed me. I ain't about to commit no motherfucking suicide. I'm telling you right now. If you ever find, if I ever, if they ever say that your brother committed suicide, know assuredly that the cracker did something to me. Know that. The cracker did it. I mean, fuck that. I surely ain't do it to my goddamn self. Mm-mm-mm. That just gets me thinking about college. Thinking about that just gets me thinking about Brother College. Let me think about Brother College and how Brother College says he slipped on the bar soap to Cracker Diddy. You know, the sister had dread, you know, so loving herself. Uh, at least her own natural hair, rocking it, and it's just—it's incredible. It's—it's it's incredible. Yeah, she just, she definitely seemed like a sister who was uh in tune with herself, and all those things that get you, all those things that put you in a situation. You got to be aware. I mean, everything that you're doing, man, you got to be aware of what you're doing. As I said, our people don't. Our people, we take shit so lackadaisical and so we're not really dealing with a fucking enemy. We take it like, you know, you know, everybody was just over 2015 and 2016 things done changed. Yeah, I'm, what the fuck done changed? I'm like, what? What is it that's changed? But that we've gone further and further, uh, uh, we deeper into a fucking sleep. Because the practice ain't changed. It ain't changed. None of them changed. They ain't changed their fucking all. I ain't seen no part of change going on. So we we went to we went to sleep and think that these uh this liberty that we have in this country equates to freedom. We think because we got this liberty, you know, I can drive where I want to drive. Can't nobody tell me I can't drive there, you know. We got this in our head. Hey, you can't tell me I ain't supposed to be here. I can live where you live, that white man, white woman. You can't tell me I can't be there. I'll sue you. I'll sue you. I'll sue all of y'all if y'all don't let me be, be in there with you. You don't let me come to this spot. You don't let me do this. You don't let me do that. I'm a sue. I want to be the first black there. I want to be the first black do this. I want to be the first. Black did that. Fuck that. 
and just let them let it alone. You know, we too busy want to be the first black. I want to be the first. I want to, you know, we want to break in and every fucking place to crack at, and he don't want you there. You trying to break in and he thinking about breaking your goddamn neck. So we putting ourselves in, in, in precarious situations. Like out there, Prairie View, y'all, Prairie View is a fucking, that's a crack, that's cracker out, that's cracker, cracker area. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, we just be right where the fuck they at. And super cracker zone. You fucking die out there. And I know exactly what happened. You, you will be murdered out there amongst them fucking them beasts. they not playing. It's places that you cannot go that no matter what the fuck you say or what type of world you think it is, if you get caught in certain goddamn places, man, your ass will be dead. You will never be allowed to, be, to walk up out of here. You have to start holding that same policy. That look, man, there's going to be places there. Look, if we catch you there, man, you just ain't leaving. That's it. You just ain't leaving. The bottom line is that we shouldn't have caught you here. And you just can't leave now. There's vital information that's going on, vital things going on, and you just shouldn't have known about And it's just too goddamn bad. Got caught. And, and, and let it be. And let it be because that's the law of the land on us. That's the law of the land on us. So now we're running with this, with this fake unity and all this shit. Everybody wants to be unified. We want this one big conglomerate. And I'm saying we black, so we Africans should be unified. If you, uh, 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 that's that's something that's that's a reality that Africans should be unified, but uh, we're not gonna. It's gonna be some tentative type of unity going on, because I'll tell you this: it's, I don't see any unity coming among uh, the fags and uh, and African people. I don't see the unity. I don't see. Uh, unity among Hebrews and Africans. I don't see that. I don't see that. I don't see that type of unity coming about. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't see anybody who's claiming to be anybody who's claiming any part of the Bible. I don't see them actually have a proper unity to Africans. But if the Bible, the Bible makes you have to. Um, be discrediting and disparaging of Africans. Somebody, oh, listen, listen, check this out. Somebody just came in. Um, you got something going on in your background. I don't know what it is, but if you could, could you just close your uh, mutual mic and then we could keep going because you got a little something going on in the background. I don't know what it is. Sound like it's car. I don't know. I can't tell you exactly what it is. But there's something happening in the background. Uh, but as I said, I've seen the rally out there in um, South Carolina, man. It was, uh, you know, black people outnumbered. You know, this this is what happens. So this is something that our people, we, we see this shit, and we not really understand what's happening. Uh, we go out, right? We'll have a mixed multitude. They'll be mixed. They'll be black, white. Mexicans, Chinamen, Asians, all all coming under the guise that, yo, listen, uh, what what these other white people over here are doing is wrong. 
Raw, raw, raw. But the the group of white people who come out and are seen never pull the numbers, never have the numbers, right, for the crowd that are the anti, you know, like you have the protesters, then you have the uh, the, the protesters, protesters, the people who are protesting the protest, who normally come out in a larger crowd, this crowd that we would call, quote, unquote, unified, this unified crowd normally is, is larger. But I always watch the crowd and I always see that inside the mixed multitude, you always still have elements of whoever the pro, like, it's a clan confederate flag rally. So you see the group of them, their, their group. You see the outside area where it's the anti-confederate, anti-clan uh, protesters. But mixed with inside the multitude of anti-protesters are big-ass confederate flag holders. So you're like, damn, what the hell is going on? Now, no one, when I'm watching the video, no one's really particularly paying attention to these practices. Only paying attention to the crackers who was uh, uh, projected as these are the these are the clan members. Even though standing right beside brothers who was, you know, they talking shit to these other white folks, but standing right beside them is Jeffro with a Confederate flag also. Or they go Susie with the red, white, and blue, and they standing right next to you. And we protesting one and not really seeing that the fucking enemy that we are looking. You know, the enemy looking across the yard to is standing right there beside you. And, and and this is going to be deadly and detrimental in a lot of our movements that we're not really seeing exactly what's going on. We're not properly assessing our own situations to stay away from things of that nature. Because one of the, one of the things that they also do is that the FBI uses these type of rallies as uh, – uh, like spotting missions. They go in and they take pictures of everybody who in the fucking crowd. They have they have people up on the roof, snipers on the roofs, and they watch every fucking body. So this is the best way for you to be uh, for you to be targeted singularly, individually, is to show up at one of these rallies that are against uh, where a lot of white people. Never starts anything a lot of crackers that I'll tell you that from one. That's always a, a no no because you, you know they're always going some type of uh, uh, some type of shit and there be a mass killing there. So I never I never trust anywhere where there's a lot of white people at. But with that being said, Black Power, um, lines is open. Lines is open. What's going on out there tonight, family? Be before yet? Yeah. I got to move to another room real quick. Uh, yeah. Hold on one second. And uh, with the family, I'd just like to share another uh, quote from this article on 
the murder of our sister, Sandra Bland. It says um, one of the arresting officers eventually noticed the unidentified bystander taking the video and approaches saying, you need to leave. Bland can be heard yelling at the officers, I can't feel my arms. You slammed my head into the ground. Do you even care about that? I can't even hear, she shouts. All this for a traffic signal? Okay. My sister, come here. Can you, hold on. Can you, can you do that again? She said, now the, the officers, when the officers approached the unidentified person filming, she said, and uh, during the same time you can hear the sister, because I didn't watch the video. I seen the thing, and I just, I, I didn't watch the video. I didn't watch the video. I don't know. It makes me feel some kind of way. I'm tired. I, I don't like seeing snuff films. Like snuff films, every time I turn around, another police fucking snuff film out. They showing you the murder about to happen, or they showing you the murder right there on the goddamn, uh, uh, right there, the United States home of the goddamn police snuff film. And you will get your ass killed on campus. And so I'm not really uh, a friend of watching a lot of these videos, but to say that. You can hear the sister telling them that, look, man, y'all fucking up. Y'all hurting me. And I'm just, oh, man. We... Yo, listen, the camera shit is good, like, because it, it exposes some things. But, God damn, man, at some point in time, we're going to have to put ourselves in the fucking, in the midst of fire, in the line of fire. I know it's scary. I know it's scary to be in a line of fire. I know it is. You know what I mean? I know it is. I've been in a line of fire before, man. I've been there with the motherfucking bullets whizzing by. But look, man, sometimes there's nothing else that you can do. There's nothing else that you can do. You're going to have to fight or you're going to fucking die. Now, which one you want? Which one would you rather do? Fight or goddamn die. Because regardless of whom or what, you're going to die anyway. So you might as well live through some of this shit and you put on some, and you put some fight up yourself. Might as well live through this and put up some fight yourself. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, it's just a, a horrible thing. It's terrible, terrible, terrible. And like I said, I'm seeing these rallies, and people rallying. And then another thing happened. There were, um, it's still going on. We, we're having just uh, back-to-back, what they call church burning, stuff like that. Churches really get, you know, the churches are getting burned up. Every time you turn around, the church gets shot at. Uh, somebody's putting some, uh, you know, putting some gasoline on it. I don't know what would Jesus do right now, but he surely ain't on the goddamn main line in helping his motherfucking people. I don't know what he up to. Not today. I don't know what he's up to today. But he surely ain't on the fucking main line, and he ain't helping out the goddamn soul. I say, and all the 
million dollars that these churches are collecting yearly, right? Uh, it ain't protecting you. It ain't even protecting that damn church. Well, what's going on out there tonight, family? You know what it is. It's uh, Feet on the Ground Radio, Slaughterhouse Saturday. Y'all come on in and open line tonight. Um, we're getting it in. I see y'all out there. I'd like to thank everybody for uh, tuning in. Like I said, you know, we just uh, chopping it up, making sure that we stay on our black media theme, giving y'all this perspective, this African view, you know, African news with the African view. You know, we're saying it African first, second, and third, because that's the only way for it to be. Anything else is uncivilized, and we're definitely dealing in an uncivilized world where that's what everything else is. Everything else is unhappy. You know? So, come on, then. Get it from the best before you get it from the rest. Hmm. Let me see. Let me, uh, let me see here. Get this other, pull this other up. This shit is crazy, but, you know, Brother Born, that's why I really, you know, that black lie thing is another one of those things where you you are, are walking side by side with your enemy. That's insane to me, you know. It is Africans being murdered out here. Being abused like this, sister. Nobody else is getting treated like that. So, you know, and it's being done at the hands of this white racist uh, crackerby society. That That's just reality. And to have anybody that is of the enemy walking beside you while you have a rally or you have a protest, that's insane. Sister Camille, you know, you're saying that about, um, that's why, you know, that's why I'm, uh, I rarely attend uh, some of these rallies. You know, you know, you want to you have support. You want to show support to your family. You want to show support, but it's like, how can I support this? How can I support this? You know, the last, last, um, last thing that I went to in regards to some type of police brutality or something like that, there was so many Tamil who was Mexicans. Bag. I'm talking about this fucking transsexual motherfuckers and all types of shit. Men, men dressed in motherfuckers, men with dresses on, barefoot tackers, all type of motherfuckers, just crazy hippie tackers. All, I'm, what the fuck y'all come from? And they did, they did, and they, they I'm, I, I'm just. 
I'm blown away by, I'm blown away not by their presence, but by their acceptance. Um, that's what really blew me away. It's not that they were there, but how well they were accepted amongst the people. They was more accepted. Listen, motherfuckers was more accepting of the fact than they was of me and the brother who read black and green out, man. Me and my, me and the other brother who uh, his brother not been been uh, on getting them in here on the on the show. Show brother who just uh, is actually formulating the uh, Black Panther Party here in New Haven. He's dealing with the new Black Panther Party, but you know he's putting in some work and everything. And so um, me and the brother we we out in the community after rally, and it was just like we were the outcast. We was the definite outsiders in the situation. And I'm like, damn, how are we the outsiders? How is the, like, like, you know, really, how is the fag more accepted here than we are? How does this go? When people, you know, they, they post the fag, like, oh, you know, everything is, uh, I don't know what the fuck to call it, but everything is sweet <laughs> and nice and, Hey, hey, faggy, faggy, hey, faggy, faggy, make sure the faggy fags okay. Y'all fags all right? You queers okay? I say, shit is crazy. Yeah, like, you know, don't say anything that upset them. Don't, you know, uh, people saying shit like, um, you know, don't, you know, there's like white people there, you know, we don't want to accept, we don't want to upset people who, who want to, Link arms with us. This is this is the fucking. This is what niggas just. Oh well, look, man. You know, white people here. You don't want to make them upset, yo. They might not want to support. But look, man, if they support it. See, they might think a fucking type of support that he and they support it with all honesty. Then they know that you're the fucking beat. They supporting with honesty. Then they know we ain't here because we like. I can use somebody who we don't like. Period. We don't have to compromise on that. I don't even, I don't even know why people think we got to turn. You ain't got to compromise on that. When the clocker know what time it is, there's no reason to compromise. We don't have no reason to compromise. Because you know what, what the fuck is this? If they really know what's happening, then, then look, man, what the fuck is going on, you know this is how it got to be. If they really understand what the fuck is happening. But I don't, you know, I think that the people, we want to give them passes and don't want them to, to feel, feel that pain. You know, we, we want to save them. We have a sympathy. Oh, you know, we don't want them to have what they call, you know, what, what the cracker calls white guilt. You know, cracker say, you know, we have white guilt. We just feel bad for what the fuck's going on. We ain't for these men with that. Put a couple things together. But see, that's what the, 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 the Caucasian always looking at us in that manner is, oh, you know, like I said, they want to be around. But if they are respectable of the, of the movement and respectable of what you have to say, and they really are uh, white people who got to 
best interest of black people at heart, then whatever you have to say, they should be able to take that shit, take it. What the fuck? Hey, you here? You want to be part of the truth? But the truth is, this is what it is. But our people don't want to tell the truth. Our people scared to tell the truth, even though they know that they out to fucking get it. You got to stop being scared of people who you know are out to get you. That's why they shouldn't be allowed in any group meetings or anything of that nature. Don't let them in. And, and, and um, you know, not to mention your fucking name, but I will. Uh, there's a motherfucker name uh, who listens to a lot of these shows back and forth. He listens to the shows and all that shit. Nigga named Bastem. And so, Bastem, you motherfucking Malad, whatever the fuck you is, you look low life Arab or whatever the fuck. Uh, please stay off our goddamn show. Don't share our shit. None of that. We don't need you to share our goddamn show or none of that. We don't want to be linked in as, as we one of the shows that we uh, are, are. We are not goddamn group friendly like that. We ain't friendly like that. Fuck that. We don't want y'all to think for one second that uh, this type of show where all you motherfuckers is just welcome to goddamn come over here and uh, read this blood. We love the audience members who are African first, second, and third. But goddamn it, if you ain't first African first, second, and third, then look, man, you over there in the motherfucking uh 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 the um the vet the side. You know, we we looking at you. We checking your goddamn. We got we got to check all your paperwork and background first. You know what I mean? And some of us who are African first, second, and third, and we love, like I said, we love our family, but we are not. Uh, we are not accepting a, a fake snake or wannabes. You know what I mean? So you motherfucking wannabes, go ahead, stay off the fucking show, don't don't call in, don't tune in. We don't need we don't need that uh, we don't need that we don't need your fanfare at all. So we can uh, we can see plainly exactly what type of shit is going on. So uh, conscious for the conscious community out there, clean up, clean it up, man. Clean up all you all. Clean up these white folks that y'all got uh, 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 just hanging around, giving y'all the business, and telling y'all what the fuck is what, how you be, and how you should be. Y'all want to get that that goes up. Let me let me see. Let me pull my shit back open. Damn, my, my damn chat room. My damn chat room closed down. Part of stuff, I can't see who out there right now, family, but a beautiful ODA to all the family online, like you know. Uh, Slaughterhouse Saturday. There's open lines. Uh, going on there. Got anything to add on, please do. Let me see. Let me open this thing up right here. All right, all right. Be back. Be back. Open my um. Is there any? Is there anything else that we want to put in on on about about the queen? 
down there in Texas. My power, uh, what's going on out there, family? I see y'all out there. Open it. All right, brother. So now, is any other thing that uh, going on out there in Texas that we want to put in on the line for the story out there? No, nobody want to add on anything else. Well, uh, I like to add on. You know that um, the sister also. Um, the cop threw her down on the ground, you know, and had his knees all up in her back, you know. And this this sheriff who um, is in charge of this department, uh, Glenn Smith, who uh, gave the statement to the news media that, that she was, uh, was found uh, dead, he was suspended in 2007 when he was the chief of the Hempstead Police Department after allegations of racism were levied against him and several other white officers. The predominantly black Hempstead City Council voted to suspend Smith for two weeks without pay after viewing videotapes and hearing allegations of racism from local residents against him and the other four officers, reported the Houston Chronicle's Helen Erickson. The city council also placed Smith on probation for six months and ordered him to take anger management classes. The Daily Coast reported that Smith was fired in 2008. Dana Lewis, a spokesperson for the Awala County Sheriff's Office, declined to comment on the 2007 allegation of racial, of racial bias. Okay? In the video... A sheriff deputy can be seen restraining a handcuffed Bland who was on the ground. He appears to have his knees on her neck. This. Mm. Mm. She's supposed, to, according to the, the sheriff's department, sorry, King, but she's supposed to have. Um, this sister who is being called the black activist as well. She's supposed to have um, been seen by, according to the jailers, she was seen by them at 7 a.m. and then at 8 a.m. when they spoke to her over the intercom. Okay, what, what, what was the conversation about over the intercom at 8 a.m.? This is this is what the uh, sheriff's department, the police department uh, 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 state reports, you know, we don't only we only we can only imagine the sick shit they did to the sister while she was there, you know. Uh huh. So we got the we got the normal backup. We got the normal backdrop story. Child um, who been suspended already in other in other cities. Not child uh, who been suspended in other cities being not only suspended but being fired and then rehired in other police departments in, in the same state, you know, and he ain't even getting back those same um, positions of power. 
You know what I mean? So, you know, it's, it's, this is the regular, uh, you know, this is the regular back, uh, background of, of a, a lot of these stories where we find that the officers involved inside of whatever um, incident already has prior, has uh, either prior, probably has been convicted or has been suspended or at least has been written up uh, multiple times for for what we uh, what is known as racial profiling or things of that nature, you know, I'm looking at this as as, as I said when I when I see this information, even though I know it's things that need to be known, but it's known it's already things that are known uh, are happening to us, but I see it as how how they're spinning it on us. There's always always look for the context. Why are they telling us? Because one thing that I do know is that I'm I'm gonna check the lines but I would say this. I mean I'm gonna check the the newspaper article. But I would say in the last week we done had at least at least ten people that have been murdered by the police. At least ten. And I'm gonna say nine of them we don't know nothing about. Nine of them we don't know nothing about. We know about this sister right now. You know what I'm saying? And I and I'm not saying that we shouldn't know about the sister. We know about the sister right now. But what I what I want y'all to understand is that we have to be aware of how we're giving this information and what is the purpose of them telling us about this murder in particular, and then even giving the sister the uh, the activist title. You understand? Hey, even all of that in context also is things that we have to be. Uh, Definitely on the lookout for. That's real suspect right there. Uh, definitely, to me, that's suspect anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, you give her that title as, a, as, as oh, she's an activist. What the what? What what constitutes an activist? What what constitutes a fucking act? Now, what the, you know, I, I want, I want to know, I want to know that. I have to look and see what the guidelines are for what an activist is. But uh, all right, I got it open. Black Power, what's going on out there, uh, brother? Pause out there, brother Mikara. How do how we do out there tonight, family? We vote yet? Just listening, brother. Black Power. Black we vote yet? We vote yet? You know, I'm I'm doing all right, you know. Um, you know, where I'm at, the news has been pretty much the KKK coming down today and shit. Um, you know, in relation to the system, I gotta, I, I definitely want to look into the, the story a little bit more. I'm kind of just being um, brought up to speed on that specific incident. But, um, you know, I've been, I've been, well, how about pretty much people dealing with the KKK and fear and no fear, you know, kind of just a, a good mix of both. Um, you know, I think, I'm going to say this, just related to this specific issue with the flag, and, that's, and that is that the flag situation, it's almost, it almost inspired white supremacy. You get what I'm saying? Like, it gave them something to fight for. 
um, or at least and even to the extent of showing themselves publicly, you know, I think that's something that um, people would, people aren't taken aback by, but they needed to see that, you know, it's not just redneck crackers that's fucking with that shit publicly. You know what I mean? It's all, it's every kind of goddamn white person is loyal to that flag. It's not, it's not even limited to the South. You know what I'm saying? Um, and um, in relation to what you said about the killing, I, you know, it's almost been a blackout on the, on the extremes of um, the the intentional killings going on. But, you know, people still feel, they still have that sense that it's happening. But, it, you know, if the news isn't promoting it or, or, or we're not speaking about it either, then it kind of is a story-by-story story thing. It's a week-by-week week thing instead of a day-by-day day thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that kind of that kind of creates a vacuum where the next time we hear about you know this this sister situation that just occurred is going to bring it's going to shed light on the situation again, and then everyone's going to catch up on the amount of people that's been killed since let's say the flag issue even came up. I'll even say since the cracker um, shot the folks inside the church, nobody's been paying attention to what's been going on nationally. Kind of has been a deterrent. Like as it, as it, I can assume it's intended to do, but um, well, I think when we start to revisit what's been going on the last month, it's not that it's going to be a surprise, but it's gonna it's gonna be worse than what it was the month before. You know, mm-hmm. just by just based sheerly on the on the volume, and then of course the nature of the crimes. Even even hearing the, the situation with the sister and the the cracker putting his foot on her neck, you know. We've been seeing that visually when you think about the damn pool party and shit, the cookout they had and all that. You know, the foot on the neck is symbolic. Mm-hmm. I think it's something that um, we're constantly reminded by. That's one of the most common scenes we've been we've been shown in the last year and a half on TV. And I'm speaking in reference to the incidents with our people is a cracker's foot on a black person's neck. You know, and um, the activist thing. Um, the activist thing is this. I think it's more so they're using the key word, of course, but a lot of black po- a lot of black people I've I've been coming in contact with what we got in their minds that they want to do something. Shit, even if it's not public, they want to talk to more black people about what the fuck's going on. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's being active, and so I think um, putting the title in there and the fact that the sister's no longer with us um, is is just letting you know that. If you want to be active, your ass can get it too. Exactly, exactly, exactly. You know, that's definitely um, that's an excellent point right there. So, of course, an excellent point um, pulling that out. You know, one of the other things that you that you said that is that the vacuum that they create with what's going on in South Carolina in this Confederate flag thing, they have taken taken us and put us. And you know, media anyway, major, major mainstream media has taken the mind of the people and focused them directly on this flag, quote unquote, controversy on whether or not it should be flown, or whether or not it is a sign of racism, or racism, or, or, or white, you know, white power, or whatever have you. But as you said, it's a flag that now has been adopted. It, it, it has been adopted from by people not only in the South, but, you know, 
crackers all over the country have adopted this as a symbol of racial separation. One of the interesting things that was said, though, I was uh, one little posted that that link to live feed. One thing that was interesting that was said when I was listening to the there uh, was a neo-Nazi clansman or whatever have you. And one of the things that he said that was very that was very interesting was um, for something that I you know the white people taking what they uh, taking their Bible and using it as they as they feel. The white man says, "Look, man, they said, well, look, man, what's the problem?'" He said, "Yo, Jesus say that there's supposed to be a separation of races. There ain't no race mixing." And he said, "That's it." The white man said, that's our standard. Our moral standard is Jesus. And if Jesus said there ain't supposed to be no race mixing, then that's what we're rolling with right there. That's the problem. And I, and I said, you know, that's, a, um, you know, that's, that's not an uh, interesting statement, something that I know that is in the Bible but there's never a perspective that I that's a rare a very rare perspective taken by our African people. We never we rarely really hear African people speak to the to the mannerism or the nature of the Bible that states that there's supposed to be a separation of the people, that the people are not true that that they were created for their own, you know, what they say, own kith and kin. Everybody got their own people that they should be among. You know what I mean? And I, I just said that that was very interesting on how that Caucasian used that. But it, it is the basis. It shows that the Bible is the basis for their racism and white supremacy, especially the utilized here in this um, nation. Um, again, though, we can't be trapped into looking directly at South Carolina only because the thing that they wanted to do with South Carolina is highlight the hillbilly. See, they wanted to highlight the hillbilly to make, to uh, put into the mind of the people who are looking at the situation that it's it's not the super white man who raised it. It's not the regular white man. It's just the poor Super poor white folks who 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 doing bad. That's who it is. It ain't it ain't none of the other ones who don't like you. It's just a super poor trailer trash uh, uh, white man. Them the ones who really got something against you. And and so I think that that's something that we have to also be aware of is how they're trying to narrow our view on who our enemies are. Hey, yeah, Brother Bourne, I wanted to say this, too. Um, one of the things I hear a lot of from people um, is that the Confederate flag and the way that white folks are approaching um, the flag is symbolic of, you know, everything but white supremacy, but specifically what they what they what a lot of people out here speak on is that the it's a symbol of how behind they are, like, you know, they, they, they do they not realize that racism is it doesn't exist anymore, or you know we've moved beyond that and shit. And it's like you know these white folks is like, fuck that, this shit is real for us too. You know what I'm saying? In the context of what their issue is, their issue is us still. You get what I mean? And um, 
I think a lot of people are looking for an easy way out of racism, and this shit's going to prove that it's going to just make it a bigger issue more so than take attention away from it. You know what I mean? We have a, White folks haven't moved beyond racism. Just because niggas don't acknowledge the shit don't mean that they're they done with it. You know what I mean? And I think um, that was shown today, too, you know, from the crackers imitating monkeys and gorillas and shit and trying to mock the, um, the brothers and sisters with the RBG representing out there today. Um, that says right there what their psychology and thought process is, you know. And then even outside of that, like, these white folks, these white folks share a lot of their income amongst each other. And so the poor share money with the rich and middle class. It's, 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 they have a cash flow that um, does not allow, your, that allows for your poor, your poorest, I'm dealing with cracker statistics right now. Well, we're dealing with um, the poorest redneck trailer trash cracker got 20 times more wealth than the poorest nigga. You get what I'm saying? So even in the context of uh, we're trying to put them in the context of being poor, are, can any white person really be poor in a white supremacy society? You know what I mean? Mm. You know, they look they could look poor. Shit, yeah, they might not have you know, Jimbo might not have no motherfucking teeth in his mouth. He got he got his big heifer and shit. But um they might have a bunch of piglets, you know what I'm saying? But the motherfuckers is well off. You know what I mean? It's the the poor the the cracker I see is poor guy. You know, he shit. He ain't concerned about his living, even though, you know, he's a dirty ass fucking pig. Mm-hmm. He's he driving an F. He's driving an F three fifty. You know what I mean? He don't. <laughs> yeah, he's living a shack, but again, he provided certain things that um. He's afforded certain certain things that um. He wants to make sure he keeps getting, and that niggas don't have no no place in. And that's the reason why he's getting what he's getting is because he has full support of his race. Regardless of location, you know. Can I I speak right quick, if if y'all will allow me to? Please do, Sue. Why are we surprised? Why do we make distinctions between crackers who was hanging niggas with the Confederate flag and crackers that was hanging niggas with the American flag? Is there a difference? It never has been. It never has been. So why are we drawn into a flag when we know white supremacy has various flags throughout the world? and will change any flag or create a new flag to suit their new cause. Is the is the is the is it is the Malcolm X analysis. You have one the Confederate flag is just the the, the cracker who is honest and open with a slavery. Mm-hmm. And the American flag is the hypocritical slave master. Both of them both of them down with slavery. Both of them don't care too much about us. One just smile and bite, and the other one just growl before they bite, right? Why are we surprised? My make-around discussions oftentimes are not for elders, man. 
It's easier to raise a nation full of strong children than it is to repair a broken man or a broken woman. So I'm not going to go off the deep end and try to find some rationale to explain why this grown-ass woman or man is in, off on the deep end. Uh-uh. Every revolution starts with the youth. Can somebody tell me the difference between a revolt and a riot? You said a revolt and what? A riot. Uh, the difference between a revolt and a riot. A revolt is, uh, well, a riot is normally what they say that niggas is doing, and a revolt is normally what they say people who got some type of political complaint is doing. You revolt when you're politically oppressed, but you ride when you just emotionally goddamn starved out. That's how they contextualize it. So to me, it, it seems like that. I, I would say um, a, re, a revolt is organized and a riot is not organized. Now I'm gonna quote my I'm gonna quote my reference because I'm not gonna cut and paste. I'm you know make it look like this is coming from Amos Wilson's lecture, revolt or riot. And when he goes into this lecture, he opens up and he states that when you have a riot, but first off, the terminology is gonna be given by the motherfuckers in power. When you have a riot. This is when the oppressor fails to comply, meaning somebody got static in their back. I'm trying to talk. If you got your line open, if you got your line open, please close it down if you're not speaking. You got, first off, let's look at America. The roots of America. It's created a two two motherfucking uh, paradigm with two facts: the massacre of Indian people and the stealing of they. Uh, well, actually, three components: the murder of Native Americans, the stealing of their properties, and the slave the, the, the servitude and slavery institute on African people over here, right? So first off, to, to get a context, let's just put in the one, one like Amos Wilson does. This is one organized mafia government, right? You can't kill nobody. You can't sell a cigarette unless they give you approval. You have to have a license to kill, a license to sell. Check. 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 Because America is so criminal, it can never allow a true questioning of the government. I'm going to say it again. Because America is so corrupt, ain't going to be no true questioning of the government. Why? So, for example, when you have the uh, issue, when you look at uh, 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 uprisings. Basically, it's an issue of what? Morality. The people feel that the people in power have broken their verbal contract with them and are not upholding to the deeds, morals, laws, penal codes, constitutional, whatever the fuck word you want to say. They're not adhering to the motherfucking laws that they pronounced on land. When you have a corrupt system who will militarize before they will comply with the ordinances, right? Meaning, if it's a, if it's a democracy, they will take heed to that. And there will be more caring, there will be more social processes, there will be more delegating. But what you see right now, by them militarizing, 
That's 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 saying that they would rather they'll rather put all accountability on those and put them in the term of being rioters. When you speak on the term revolt, the government when 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 you hear uh, uh, governments compromise for certain revolts, it's because you have some officials in that government who see the immorality going on and who see that the only way it's going to be fixed, if there's not a compromise, well, it's going to be some kind of compromise, but it's going to have to be some fixing going on. And the message that them individuals who are revolting as rioters, their political agenda or their ideology, they, they, their ideas are, are penetrating the echelon of that motherfucking government. I'm making sense. Meaning your influence is so the corruption is so thick. Even you know, even you got motherfuckers who in the government sympathizing for the government like this. This is some scandalous shit. I didn't sign up for this shit. This when you have this is what you call revolt. Then you get some moral change. But this is when you have a halfway decent government system in place. But when you look at America, that's why I had to put the context out. When you look at America, because America is corrupted in every aspect of its function. Every, everything in this totality is corrupt. It would rather let the system destroy and burn before it will compromise. So when you see it in that perspective, then you then you see what's going on. Now you look at the aspect of what's really going on. My dad told me this. He said, crackers been hanging and killing niggas. He said, you know the difference between your, your time and my time, son? I said, what, dad? He said, y'all just got more social media. They just picking and choosing what they want y'all to see. Picking and choosing what how they want y'all to get emotional. Now, when he said that, I had to go. He said, my dad, a Vietnam vet, right? My papa was in service. I'm talking about coming from a lot of military men. My papa said, well, you know, my, my, my dad said this. You know what's wrong with your generation? They act like ain't no protocol in place. This is a fucking war. Khalid Muhammad, the only nigga I seen or the only brother who had a lecture on this, they gave people policy. How to conduct yourself when the police pull you over. We need to go over this shit again, obviously. When the police pull you, you be over, you need to look at that shit as the same as a nigga that caught you slipping. Yeah, we hate crackers. Yeah, we ready to ride. But the element of surprise is an element of war. Right, Brother Bitborn? Khalid Muhammad said when you get pulled over... You only give your name, rank, and serial number. You don't get mouthy with these motherfuckers. He he he, he caught you. He just caught you slipping. You don't get. You don't. You know if the nigga trying to slam you on the ground, let that nigga slam you because he caught you slipping. I'm gonna grab my ankles. You you follow protocol. Why he caught you slipping? You only give him your name, rank, and serial number. That's your ID if you got it. When a nigga pull you over, don't be don't be quick to grab it out the, a, a, a glove box. Because the cracker's scared. Tell a nigga, uh, you know, when you get pulled over, my daddy told me this, when you get pulled over, always turn the door out on your car. Go on, because you got caught slipping. This hold nigga, on, this on, is a kidnapper, a raper. I didn't hear what you said. I didn't hear what you said. You said always did what? You said your father said always do what? What are you doing now? But you get pulled over in the car. Mm-hmm. If you a nigga in the car, turn your dome light and your car on. Let the oh, cracker oh, see okay. what's in the car. Oh, no doubt. The dome light. All right. Let him see what's in the car. He's scared. You gonna live to kill another day, though. This is the whole thing. They live to kill another day, right? Mm-hmm. 
Now, if you, now, if you was already ready to ride and you was looking for the cracker to pull you over so you can get to him and get him, then get him. But that ain't the case because we will see more of that. We will see niggas, we will see niggas flaunting to get pulled over for the intentions of getting to the cop and killing them. Now, I'm not saying niggas should be doing that. I'm just exercising my freedom of speech right now. But anyway, when, when they pull you over, turn the door out on your car. These motherfuckers, even Cat Williams said this shit. The police are on some other shit right now. We don't have to know what they're talking about in the motherfucking police station. We can see the shit. And then if you know that the, the prisons are filled up, what they tell you? We ain't got no space for you. So I might as well kill you, nigga. The plantation is full. Mm-hmm. And the only good niggas are dead ones. So you need to understand that. Why are we forgetting these protocols? Why are we acting so surprised? Why are we acting like slavery was so long ago? Why are we acting like the L.A. riots was, wouldn't just happen... Uh, 92. Why are we so surprised? Why are we allowing them to control our emotional button and, and, and often put us in the deep end and go into gossiping? Hmm? That's called confusion. That's when the enemy can cause confusion among your ranks. And in your confusion, you cut the head off the snake. He gone. You know, Brother Nicolai, you're saying that about um, how to act when police pull you over. A long, a long time ago, probably about three, maybe four years ago, I had a situation of that same nature where I, cre- I created a video just on that thing right there. It's like, yo, you, if you caught slipping, you caught slipping. You got You must be cordial in that situation because once they, once they got you like that, you're in a situation where it's life or death. So. Your best bet is to be cordial as possible because you already know what time it is unless you're in a situation, as you said, that's what you're looking to do. You're looking to get pulled over in order to enact something else. But if that's not what you're looking to do, then you already know that they got the drop on you. You're going to have to be cordial. Extremely cordial. Exactly, because he's scared. They man, police be scared as a mother. And, and I, you got to use psychology on them. Don't you notice it when you calm and collective, they call for backup. When you when you think that you cool and you straight, they that's when they fuck with you. But when you don't want to be fucked with, they won't even look your way. Sometimes, family, you I wish the police would pull me over today. I'm gonna go put my harm. I'm gonna put myself in harm's way just to see. And I'm gonna when he pass you. How you doing, sir? You look him dead in the eye. Why are you looking at me like that? So, like what? There's a difference. But if you're dealing with a, a cowardly motherfucker, and, 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 and he asks, they, 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 motherfuckers is, they're on some other shit right now. I don't know what the, the procedures seem to be. It's the same talk nationwide in every police station. The, the prisoners flipped up, you know. If, 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 if it's easier to kill a nigga, shit, better to kill him. That's what the whole mission is anyway. Not this is the wrong apology. Slave or kill them. This is this history. Y'all know history. Dealing with the cracker. We're dealing with the we dealing with the descendants of the Greeks. I've been watching, I've been watching, I've been watching number serial killers all week, my nigga. I've been doing the psychological profile on crackers all motherfucking week. Just doing my little thing. Blocking myself off the world. I need to do my little right. Ed Kimber. Anybody heard of Ed Kimber? Eric Kimber. No, I haven't heard of Eric Kimber. Kimber. Out of California, a lot of serial killers, right? So so I get to get each different one, right? All of them got mommy issues. 
why am I bringing this up now? Because we talking about a lot, a lot of the, a lot of shit we have in our family household. A lot of behaviors we take on comes from us living among these crackers, up under these crackers. This nigga at age thirteen killed his grandparents. Went to the same asylum. Left the nigga out under the custody of his mother. His mama working at Santa Cruz University. He hated his mother so much. He picking up girls, and they always pick up young girls, right? Killing them. His his his, his motherfucking mo was cutting their heads off, right? But the end of his fight. He didn't got cracked now, right? So he's telling the interview. He's on. He actually called the police and, and told him to come get him. Because he wanted to stop his killing spree, right? His last victim was his mama. <laughs> he said, I got tired of killing. He said, every woman I killed, I was killing my mother. So I got mad and I said, I might as well kill the source. This nigga was the protege where they used, well, actually, shit, no, 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 because uh, 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 Norman Bates, that shit all came later, Norman Bates, mommy issues, mommy issues. Kala Muhammad had the most eloquent speech on the white woman is the original white bitch. Why are white men in power cutting their weenies off to become white women, my nigga? <laughs> No, yeah. yeah, that's the other shit. And you saying that that's definitely, you know, we saying that we there's something more evil than a white man, right? Uh huh. Born, why would an evil ass white man? Why would a spawn of Satan? Because obviously he he put here evil enough, something more evil than him. Who the motherfucking woman mm-hmm. who stayed in for nine months? Mm hmm. The white woman. So now it's fair to say it's fair to say that it's fair to say I mean they be showing you in their killer movies. It's fair to say that even though he oppressed his mama, she's still the brains of the operation. Nowhere. We gotta we gotta do the back track on history. KKK couldn't go nowhere. Eugenics couldn't move nowhere until Margaret Sanger brought the shit in the bed, right? Mm-hmm. She was supposed to. She was, she was the mouth. She was the mouth for the whole situation. Now, now I'm, putting this down, I'm digressing, but I'm finna, I'm finna get back. I'm gonna let y'all get back in y'all thing, right? Who are the main news anchors on television doing the most damage to black folks? Oh, man. White anchor yeah. news women. Uh, Nancy Grace and the rest of the motherfuckers. Who's involved? Who is solely involved in the black family to the right down to the kids? Who come get the CPS? But CPS was created by a white woman, right? Who came and got Malcolm? Same with Malcolm X's daddy got killed. Y'all seen the movie? Who was it that came down there to go check on the kids? And the tell that black woman, we come and take your kids. Who was it? Was it a white man? No, nah, it was a black social worker. That white woman. It was a damn social worker. You know, the white bitches is inside everything. That's why she in our school. 
That's the reason why the white woman is inside the school room is because she she a master motherfucking planner of destruction for us. So they they put her right there in the goddamn classroom to educate us to our goddamn downfall and educate her motherfucking babies into whatever the fuck she want them to be. Now, when you're looking back at them news flicks, whether it be the shooting in Chattanooga, whether it be uh, you name it. Right, anything that's recently right now that's popping off right now. Listen to and watch the body language of the white news anchor woman. She there to put the extras on it, to do whipped cream, all that shit on there. You see what I'm saying? The cracker dude, he gonna go with the facts. Well, seems like there was a shooting in uh, Chattanooga today, and uh, time I go out time. The bitch gonna be asking some stupid ass questions, but the questions gonna be asked to lead you down. In your mind to see if this shit was rationalized or justif- justified. You see the point I'm making? Why would they do something yeah. like that, Tom? This is the dumb white bitch. But she's not dumb. Yeah. Hey, hey, yo, you're saying that, Maker, I know, and a lot of times they'll bring in two white bitches to play both sides of the situation. Where, you know, yeah. you got. I can be talking about somebody with the individual right there and won't even know it. They can have a two. You can, I mean, I watch this shit so much, man. You can do what you just said. They can have a guest come on, and there could be two white women, anchor women, right? And they're going to only ask this nigga three questions out of a 10-minute discussion, and the discussion is going to be mainly between the two new anchor women. Keep this shit out. Yeah, exactly. Now, that's exactly, exactly what I'm saying is that that's how they all run that shit, where the conversation will be about a person who is, but the two anchor women... They'll be, they'll be the ones arguing the point back and forth just to make sure you're only getting that goddamn white, goddamn perspective. Now, in the movie Django, Django, that was a fictional movie. But after Django killed, no, 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 the Django didn't kill him. The other cracker killed Leonardo DiCaprio in the library. Remember that? Who inherited the plantation? <laughs> you did, right? Mm-hmm. He had to come back to the plantation just to kill her. We missed that part of the movie, though, huh? Yeah, he came back just to kill her. He came back to get his woman, but also came back to kill who? That cracker yeah, bitch, yeah. huh? Miss Ann, yeah, because he knew. Uh, I think that was her name, Miss Ann or whatever the fuck. Who Miss Ann surround herself with? Who do Miss Ann here? Yeah, he had the sisters with her. The black woman was the one who, yeah, that was, that was her goddamn rose, and it was her partners right there on the plantation. It was this oh. was the black woman? Now let's put now let's project that in 2015. What's that show? Uh, 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 ain't it called the show? They got oh, Barbara yeah. Walter, the heavy oh, set oh, sister. The view, the view, the view. Yeah, the view. Who show is that really? This <laughs> yeah. Who show is that really? Barbara Walters, that bitch, Barbara Walters was getting paid a million dollars per anchor at one point in her career. Yeah, that's Barbara Walters' show. She about to, yeah, that's her show. I don't know if she's still lucky, but I know that's her motherfucking thing, the view. Because she brought her little crew around her, surrounded her with a couple mulattoes and uh, some black folk. You know, she surrounded herself up with a couple wild-looking characters. Now, when you're looking at all these 
these media these media postings on this Confederate flag shit, because we got to get back to the topic, right? Who's the main people doing all the flaunting and taunting of the flags? Think about it. Yeah, and you're saying that, right? I've seen a lot of the, I see the white woman out there strong with her, with her view on this situation right here. See, the white woman knows she can go to the KKK rally and she can sneak her ass to the Black Panther Party if she talk herself. You see the point? <laughs> now, yo, listen, listen, yo, you're saying that. That's the point I was making earlier about how. You're right about that, too. You see the crowd, yeah. How you see the mixture in the crowd where you're like, damn. I'm looking at the crowd of people who were at this rally, but I'm seeing that the white woman, like you said, the white woman, she got the Confederate flag, but she ain't with the fucking Klan. She over in the in the anti-Klan protest. I said, how the fuck is she in the anti-Klan protest? What the fuck is going on here? I'm like, this was, she's the Klan. But she was allowed to intermingle right inside it, right inside that whole situation. With, with no problem and no recourse to that at all. As I said, like, that whole fucking shit on South Carolina, this shit have got them spent. They spending us off and just trying to focus us. They now own our view on that motherfucking con, uh, on that Confederate flag, which is that bullshit. We got to watch. We got to open our goddamn view up because they want us only on this little, on this little point and subject. And as I was saying, and we said earlier, ain't no flag. The the Confederate flag got as little blood or as much blood as you want to put on that motherfucking uh, stars and stripes. I'd rather if, you, if you're going to take down the motherfucking Confederate flag, you might as well take down the motherfucking stars and stripes too. Because if you want to take one down and leave the other one up, then you with the bullshit anyway. I'm just saying, pay real close shit to shit, you know, right now. Who is more comfortable right now? I mean, white women. The white man rule the world, yes, but men ain't, men ain't, I'm a man, I got to testify. We can't multitask for shit. We one-track-minded. But we need to get, you know, the mother, the mother, you know, if 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 my aunt was a black goddess who taught morality through the humane world, and we love this world as duality, we'll be the complete opposite of that. The white woman will be the complete opposite, injustice, total injustice, devilish destruction. Now, if we if we're instant, we're fighting for our youth to go to black African centered schools, and we have black women who, who 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 are you know the numbers is popping up, then we have to know that there's going to be an extreme on the other side of the polarity, right? Mm-hmm. Right when white women been see we just now getting back to being African centered. White women been sending their kids to school on white power supremacy. See the point I'm making? Mm-hmm. Hey. They, they never, they never came aboard for that. They never came aboard for that. That was the reason why there were so many breaks inside the school system. That was that white flight from out of the inner city. 
Because once, once the white woman understood that her child would be in there with, with the goddamn black child and they'll be integrating the motherfucking uh, 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 curriculum, they was like, nah, fuck this. We need more private schools. I just went to big, that integration thing popped up a whole bunch of things. That private school, all that type of shit, them just, just, they really popped up once they integrated the school system. Because as you said, the white woman understood that she wanted her child in, the, in a separate, segregated situation where they could only, where they could teach direct white supremacy, nothing else. No cut on it. Now, now peep this out. This serial killer, Edmund Kimber, was six foot eight. 288 pounds, right? The one, the motherfucking sole individual that he hated the most was his mother, who stood a meek five foot four, right? The, the psychologist asked this nigga, Mr. Kimber, why do you hate your mother, right? Because, look, 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 look. let me stop right there. Why do Europeans put so much psychological evaluation in a white serial killer? And they never get the same thing to niggas. My pop say, my dad say, he say, we the first people to commit crimes out of passion, right? That's why oftentimes when we kill a motherfucker, we leave the body there. It's out of, the, it's in the moment of the emotion, right? Emotion, yeah, most of them. It's a rage, right? That nigga yeah, betrayed yeah. me. Somebody cheated on me. It's, it's, it's passion. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's emotion. It's, it's, it's a motive behind it. Yeah. European serial killers kill for no motive. This is important. Yeah. It's very important to know. Very important to know. You don't have to have a reason to kill. When you, when you understand that, you won't say, well, why would, why would the cracker kill? Why would he beat that girl up like that? He don't need no reason to kill. He just wants to. I say. Right? <laughs> he wanted that. to kill his mama. They said, they said, Mr. Kimber, why did you want to kill your mother? He said because his mother was matri- she was very matriarchal and very author- authoritative. Am I saying that word right? Authoritative? Yeah, yeah. I started laughing because I'm like, those are the characteristics that we appreciate or look for in a black woman, right? I do anyway. A woman that can hold her own. Standard, right. Yeah, she's strong. No, I mean, strong male, like you said, authoritative. That's, that's, that's what you look for in a black woman. What kind of woman you going to want, man? Right. So when the cracker Kimber said he was going to make his mind up that he was going to kill his mom, right? He said his mother had came early from her little bingo game. Typical white folks shit, right? <laughs> and while she was, she, was, she was in her room, you know, reading her little paper or whatnot, and he came in the room. And he said his mother was like something like, oh, I guess you want to sit up and talk all night, huh? And this cracker was infuriated like that because of the attitude in which she said it in. But after he killed her and cut her head off and shit in his mama's mouth and did all this shit to this woman's body, he said, he, he started crying to the psychologist and said that I wish I did stay up all night talking to my mama. So in actuality, that's what he wanted to do because the nigga, they, they, they said, the nigga got out. He went into the psychiatrist's house at 13. They're trying to make, you know, Cracker's making excuses for him, right? Because he's a fucking experiment, right? Crackers know that it's crazier Crackers in their own community. The 13 Tribes of the Caucus, that's a good book to read. Iceman's Inheritance, that's another good book to read. When the Crackers say that uh, the 13 Tribes of the Caucus, they say it's, it's one tribe of Europeans that's more established than the rest. He said those are the ones that never left. 
It's important to know. It's important to know. Why? Because in 2015, there's been an Eastern European movement all in America. Niggas don't know this. The Jews, the Jews that's in power now are Eastern European Jews. Eastern European Jews are described extensively in that book. That's, what, that's why he said, look at the, he said, why do you think those people, he wrote this before the Afghanistan war with America. He said, why do you think those people in Afghanistan mastered those caves so well? <laughs> they never left those caves. Those caves have been catacombs for years. You would, right? Let's get back to the, the Kimber nigga, though, right? He said that after he did this to his mother, they, they said, well, why did you target women? He couldn't communicate women from 13 when he killed his grandparents, right? He was an adolescent and shit. So he, when he got, he was a woman. He was uh, when he got out, he was an adult. And this before, how you gonna break the ice with somebody? Yes. Uh, since I was 15, I've been locked up in the same asylum for uh, killing my grandparents. Ain't no woman fucking with you. Yeah, right. And and his mother put this out, and his mother would blame the nigga, like you know, basically. The reason I'm saying I couldn't get no dick tonight, and, and I, I ain't had no dick in seven years because no one wants to sleep with a woman whose son killed the grandparents. I'm like, wow. This is like, <laughs> this 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 the psychology of the white folks' house. We look at Skinner's theory. We look at uh, 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 Sigmund Freud and, 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 and Oedipus complex and all that shit. We've been living on these motherfuckers for a long time, picking up on their behavior patterns, my nigga. That's why when we, get, when we separate from these, that's why when we separate from these people, they're gonna have a healing effect. That's the first thing. That's the first thing you gonna know that that we doing some. You, it's gonna be a, a a peaceful calmness after we kill these crackers. Because mm-hmm. Amos Wilson said either he said Amos Wilson said. After the two things were happening, with the, and, and, uh, he was explaining black on black crime, right? He says because you know because everything is polarity. He said the the first resolve after the black man is stops killing himself, he will then start killing that which really he needs, and that's the white man. Yeah, they know that. They know, yeah, now they know that. You you damn right about that. They know that. They, they want to on their time. See, that's the problem. They want to go to war on their terms at their time. See, war is time. When you see, when you ready, when you got the vigor, you like, let's go. I'm ready, motherfucker. Let's let's, let's get this shit popping. When you ain't ready, that's when they want to get it popping. Yeah, now you you got to think about that. When when you want to get it rocking, they don't want to get it rocking. When they want to get it rocking, when you ain't ready. Are you saying that about what been about timing? That's the automatic thing that happens with the with this side of the uh, context. When you start to educate yourself uh, on what's going on, you automatically you automatically put yourself in a situation where you're ready to go to war. It's automatically you're going to be militarized. You know, that's just that's, that's going to be just the call of the day. You can't get around that. Uh, you can't get around that shit right there at all. Now, you're saying that, though, about uh, these different complexes. That's... Oh, fuck. 
that's one of the very interesting things about uh, about Caucasian. You, know, you say that about the uh, like me and I cut, cutting the heads off. I I used to be privy to always looking into serial killers, and they have an interesting white man called Chalinkoff. And when you say that there's a, a white man in, out there in Europe who's worse than the one that's here, this is what I think of when I think about these, you, you know, you said the Eastern European, but then those, what I would call the Russian or the Eastern European, which is having a very, uh, I don't know, they got a strong, they do have a strong presence or a, a, a presence that you can see more readily seen strong presence. Even here in New Haven, I, I've been, you know, been downtown and been inside a couple of stores. Where I'm like, damn, I didn't know that these was Russians. And then just to see a lot of them, they out and about talking to each other and shit, and they just around. So I'm like, damn, you know, I've never really noticed this many Russians around here. So you're saying that they're having a stronger, uh, uh, you know, like, hole here in America right now. I, I think I'm seeing certain pieces of that just being around in the town in particular. But thinking of the uh, worst uh, European coming from about the Eastern Europe, there is a uh, they call him Satan, who was just there. That was his thing. He liked to he liked to eat children, and and the reason why why he liked to eat people is because they went through that time period in Russia where that's what they did. That's what people did in Russia. They ate other people because they didn't have no food. And so he came up in that. And that was his thing, was eating was uh, eating little kids and shit like that. So uh, it's definitely something that we uh, are privy to knowing about. It's just that, you know, when we, it's not all of us who ask the question, why is he doing that? But when we do ask that question, why, it's is because the only reason you're asking that question why is because you don't believe what he done already told you. You don't even believe what he come out of his own mouth with. As you say, we see it through uh, all his vehicles of media. We see it all through their movies, through the videos, uh, video games, all the things that they do. Their, um, the, the ability to come up with these type of concepts of murderers is something that I, you know, I'm never thought to come up with a murderer like, uh, what, what was this movie, uh, Rob Zombie? What was the white man Rob Zombie came out with? Um, a House of a Thousand Corpses. You know, just the idea to live in some type of uh, a nature like that. There's white people who did that, man. That shit is real. They living in the cave and just murdering. That shit, the hills have eyes based on true story. These motherfuckers are living in them caves and murdering and never, and they don't leave. And they don't leave. So they're going to always be what they are. So there ain't going to be no friendly time. We're going to have to get to, to get rid of them because that's the only peace we're going to have on this planet. I say, you know, uh, Dr. Cox stresses learning about the Cracker Beast history because you will see. Uh, the sickness that he did to his own, down to his own mama, um, as Mikaraz manifested, how they doing doing it still to to this day, and the Cracker Beast bitch was one of the worst um, monsters during our enslavement. You know, um, when you read some of the incidences that our ancestors recorded, like in the incident 
the incidents in the life of a slave girl by Linda Brent. You, you you find out just how vicious the cracker beast is. When you read the autobiography of Harriet Tubman, you find out just how vicious and sick. So, you know, I shake to him bringing up Dr. Khalid Muhammad's lecture on how the white uh, woman uh, cracker beast is a bitch, you know, uh, in real terms. Uh, low life. Barbaric. Uh, uh, they got damn barbarian, yeah. Exactly, exactly. And we and we wonder how, England, it's not the, you know, I'm saying the educational system right now show you exactly how wicked this white woman is because we can look and see what what we didn't out of here. You can see the product. You can see the product of that, of that system. That's that's her goddamn domain in there. Is this motherfucking uh see the main line on media and education. She the she the easy she the easy go over. You know what I mean? Because we so readily looking for the white man to be telling us something fucked up that we allow this white bitch to be able to smooth words into our goddamn hands. And she the easy go over like uh and because also bringing up that Barbara Walters in the view. That's one of the major watch shows. You know what I mean? Where uh, people, they, they tune in and get their perspective on how they should be thinking about what's going on in the world for me. I, you know, our world views are being steadily pumped to us by the same beast as usual. So, you know, we don't have to break all up out of here and, and move forward with the growing pains of staying away. We have to segregate and separate. I mean, that's going, that's going to be... And the segregation and separation gonna get us clear enough to know that this is what needs to happen. That's why black people who don't who be by themselves, who who live in cities where they don't have to have so much interaction with white folks, it, it's easier for them to go ahead and bust one of them head because they don't got no interaction. They ain't, they ain't in love with them like we are. We got to fall out. We got to fall out of love with this motherfucking people. Yeah, brother Nicaragua. I wanted to put that. I wanted to put the name of the uh, of the white boy. Can you spell that last name? Is that M I N T E R? Because I'm looking at because I want to throw it in the chat room. Brother Nicaragua. Uh, uh, just type in the Coed Butcher. All right. <laughs> <laughs> About that was that when you read the opening chapters of uh, Black on Black Crimes, oh. first thing you notice that Dr. Amos Wilson does is he goes immediately into giving America a psychological evaluation, giving us an evaluation in the system, and then brings up this word that oftentimes we forget: projection. If we know, we can we can we can sit here all day and talk on the phone with other Africans and hear in their discussion when they project self hate, right? Why is that we can't see Europeans projecting their criminality on us? 
that's what the role of the view is, all these other programs we were just discussing, projection. I'm in the store right now, but y'all can, you know, go into that. How'd you go into that? All right, y'all don't be quiet on the line. I'm trying to get this thing up. But projection is something that's, that's, that's something that we... We don't be able to see that too, Mike. Right? That was a good. That was a good point too about how we're not able to see the projection that they uh, put on us of their own criminality. That's and we normally can see projection when we're dealing with a person. We 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 dealing with a person one on one, but when we see it like in a group context, we, it's normally something that we don't. You know, we we try to take away from it. Like, oh well, that's that's not. I'm not part of that group. When we uh, when we see how the court case projects his his, uh, his violence and his uh, psychological idea of uh, deficiency upon us, when I say that though, like we'll we'll see a situation where family killing family, you know what I mean? Our people killing each other, and we'll take ourselves and put ourselves in a, in a way to say, well, look, you know, I'm not really part of that in particular. You know what I mean? I don't, uh, you know, you got black people who are, um, they more, uh, you know, they went to, went to college, they, uh, they've never, they, they live in suburban areas and things of that nature, they've never been privy to being into an urban type of area where they um, have been part of some street organizations. So when we see the street organization doing things that in this in this society is deemed criminal, because of how they projected towards us, we never really see that the group the, that group criminal activity is not a group criminal activity that we founded amongst ourselves. But this group criminal activity, we can go back to uh, the, the Dutch India Trading Company. That's group criminal activity. But we don't we don't see that this is exactly uh, what we're partaking in, because what they portray to us is that it's something that we've taken on our own self, or we've created this context for our own self. But really, what it is is, that, is we are the project we are the projection of the white mind. The nigga was manufactured on a plantation. It's a manufacturing uh, uh, facility here. That's the manufacturer wants for the people to be able to take be taken advantage of. That you can project any goddamn thought on them, and they take that thought and run off and 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 run with it as far as you want them to run. Because that projection and not only goes to just the African was born here here in this America, but this is a projection that they place upon almost any every goddamn culture that's outside of there. They place it on it immediately and, and subject you to becoming whatever they say that you're supposed to be. This is why a lot of our people come over from African continents and they come here and their job has become uh, the job of the nursing aide. A lot of our people come come over here for the continent and their job is, is become the, like I said, the nursing aide because they have, they've projected that that's what they're here for, that you're here to take care of white folks. That that's the only reason that we would bring you here 
is to take care of white folks. And that's the only job, that, and, and what they project to them is that that's the only thing that you work. You work only this. You work only taking care of the old, decrepit, and nothing else. And that's what they all come here and do. The same goddamn thing, take care of nothing but the old and decrepit, come here with fucking all types of degrees and everything. But they never utilize those degrees. Uh, a lot of times it's not to feel that they should be utilizing them, man, but, uh, but utilize them as fucking the nursing aid, the nursing aid. I don't know what else more I can say than that. So, um, but the lines is open. If anybody wants to come in, you know, uh, let me see. Uh, I put that in there. That's Edmund Kemper. Do that one there. So um, if y'all want to, y'all can check that out in the chat room. And this, uh, for those who are on the line, it's Kemper, K-E-M-P-E-R. If y'all want to Google that your own self and be able to, uh, be able to look over that information right, right there that the brother McGraw threw out. Let me see. I'm going to place it back in the chat room one more time. No, I, don't, I don't know if I got it, though. But what are some of the other things that y'all see, um, that y'all see being projected on us? Or To me, I know y'all out there. I don't really have to call y'all names. Yeah. Now, 2015. What is the projection? What What's the next? What is the next phase? And that's now. That's you know. All right. Just to go back to the sister Barnes who was who was uh, killed there, but projection that the um uh the activist title, the activist the activist title uh, that's another that's another way and um not in that fashion, brother B, not in that fashion, not in that fashion. What I'm saying when I say projection, I'm using it as Amos Wilson used it in terms of psychologically evaluating. So it's, and we, when we talk about psychology, we talk about the psyche. When we talk about the psyche, we talk about the soul. We talk about the behavior. That's what we talking about. White behavior. White behavior and, and, and white behavior is, is one like we stated earlier. It's, it's criminal, right? Mm-hmm. So if you are a criminal and you are incarnately criminal, innately innately criminal, then that means that you have to constantly point your finger. And project your criminality on a scapegoat. Yeah, if there is one, you create one. Why do you think in every Why do you think in every society Europeans have been in, they've always had a scapegoat. They've always had a a a a a, a black well, someone yeah. to blackball someone so, that, somebody, you know, yeah. somebody to black out. Now that's what, yeah, and that's what I was thinking on when I was saying you know how they. How they look at us is they form they form us in a situation where we we create organizational groups in order to better ourselves. 
But the organization, the group that we, that we, um, that we created is a context of their own. So they say, look, look, the reason why the community is so bad over there is because them niggas right there. See? What I'm saying is long before they even had contact with us, Dr. Walter, I mean, uh, not Walter, John Henry Clark spoke on this. Africa, a time of trouble. Uh, 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 right? Well, you know, the coming of the Europeans. In, in this, he goes over the. Hold on, Kitty. The um, political nature and history of Europe, right? And long, even long before they even met us, long before they even met us, they still had to have an escape goal. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? See, when they, see, when they came across us, it became more easier because it it was based solely on skin tone. Yeah, see the point yeah. I'm making? Yeah, it's one day, it's one day. It was yeah. because it was visual. Because you can look and see the difference. Now all you have to do is have the projection of a certain behavior behind that. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, but I understand because that's like the pranks and the sassies and shit like that. How even and no matter what society, they always had a, a societal underclass that they kept up under thumb in order to say, look, look, this is. I understand what you're saying now. Right. So if you if Europeans would have never had met Africans, they would have found some other people. They would have used some kind of cultural, some kind of difference, and would mm-hmm. use that as a projecting their 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 true behavior on them. Yeah. The ones in the times was the white Jews. Yeah. That's why they did the Jews was kicked out of everywhere. They were easy, easy, easy to project that shit upon them. That was a group. So, for us, the, the medium, they had to create one. That's the sole purpose for the media and the news is to is to keep up stereotypes, hoaxes, fears, which adds to projections. And when you can project certain ills on people, you you do you project certain expected behaviors, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so. They 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 protect us as being uh, 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 criminally. So so what do they do? They constantly project news analysts focused on crime, and then they take those crimes and they come with the numbers and say, "Well, look here, these people are only fifteen percent of the population, and they're 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 accounting for eighty percent of crime." See what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 no, yeah, exactly. I understand exactly what you're saying. And okay. the criminalization of a people filled on prison systems based on that uh, propaganda, that that projection that uh, the brother speaking of. Now, that was used like sister for confinement. Now, what's the projection for death? Mm-hmm. We know yeah. that the, the the use the use of terms justify behavior for punishment, right? So, wow. Europeans call Native American savages so that they can treat them savagely, right? Uh-huh. Okay. Titles justify, well, titles often just, just give justification to action, right? So when, so when, so when somebody says, Mikra, don't be hanging that cracker like that, somebody going to come along 
and, and, and give me some that cracker. That's, that's a savage, nigga. He just hanging a savage. So I don't identify with him as being nothing innately towards me and you, right? So that's how we need to be using it. But that's how they're using it towards us. So then when you hang in these savages, we're doing God's work. So titles or the titles given to people, or that nigga a fool right there. If you hear somebody say that, your behavior is what? To judge him accordingly. Treat him like a fool, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and you know you're saying that that's that's one of the things that they've done where they they've made us where they they put us in a situation where we are complacent, not okay. And I'm saying not the, not the majority of but complacent about them starting to take young girls and make them and, and and hitting them up and making them infertile. You know what I'm saying? Making them so they can't have babies no more. Because they're starting to redo that. And I've seen an article about over in California where they were where they were reintroducing it. You know, just like listen, just making them sterile. Like, look, this this is y'all need to be sterile because you're already seeing that y'all just a, a dead and dying population. The only thing that y'all doing is creating criminals. Can't you see? Can't you see? We see we got the results. We know what y'all do. Single mothers create criminals. You know what I mean? The statistics don't tell it. So now since the statistics say this already, and we can just put on the news, image after image, a black man after black man who was who was uh, uh, raised by a single mother and no father. We can see, we can show you that all they do is crime. What we need to do is make y'all sterile early. First kid you drop, if you drop one kid, you sterile early. You under you under eighteen, you have a, you have a child. They they making it programmed into our mind that it's all right to sterilize them because they not all they want to do is bring forth something that that they've already you know, put the picture out there that listen all they gonna do is create destruction whatever is coming out of their womb is a, is a type of destruction that's another thing with that poster that they be putting up where they like y'all try to put up a number of how many abortions black women had it's it's the project to it that the black woman is not a good mother. So anytime that they do something to the black woman or something is done to her, you already got in your mind that, well, she, you know, she ain't worthwhile anyway. Right. And see, the never, I mean, let's look, let's look at the behavior. We're talking about cracker behavior, right? These motherfuckers also on a different page. Let's, 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 if, let's examine some history, right? Did you know most cases when Europeans conquered other people and European men raped the women of the natives and the bastards that was raised up, do you know white women often came in and knew that these were the bastard children of their husbands and still educated them? Because it was something bigger than him just fucking that motherfucker, right? Did you see the point I just made right there? When you look, 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 look what I'm saying, the cracker come and kill it all up. After the men are dead, he indulges in the spoils of war and the spoils of booty. Mm-hmm. After five or ten years, because, you know, when no men around, they bring their women. They women come over like nuns <laughs> who took in boats of chastity yeah. while the fucking husbands are 
homicidal rapist murderers and came right in and educated these bastard children knowing that they were the spawns. Why? It was something bigger than the sex, right? Mm-hmm. So who, who understood Who understood that the children could be more... It's easier to raise a nation full of strong black children with white minds than it is to take an old nigga and make him a white uh, 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 Oreo. Yeah, make him an Oreo, yeah. Who, yeah, who yeah, came yeah. that idea? The white woman. Yeah, we get them young enough, you can teach them. Yeah, like, put them all up, kill everything, burn it all. Look, look, I'll be watching old Greek movies, doing their history, when they used to have the, 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 the bronze bull, and they would torture motherfuckers and throw your ass in there and put it on fire. He's been very calm in his savagery for the past thousand years. Yeah, he been high. Yeah. Who the fuck he really is? That suit and tie. He, that ain't him. He hate that nah. motherfucker. Nah, he's a wild savage. He's a wild but, savage. Respected. You saying that they still have? <laughs> pain. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, I'm straight. Go ahead. Now, I, was, I, was just, I was just gonna mention that they still do. They still do the Burning Man festival where right there out there in Nevada, I believe they have a festival which is. Symbolic of a savagery where they would take a large, they would make a large, like, uh, wooden, um, like, model of a person, like a mannequin, like a large, you know what I'm saying, a huge dummy, and they would go to their final village that they'd be from with, snatch up everybody that they can, place them inside of this big wooden, you know what I mean, made of wood, like, a uh, man, and set that shit on fire. Because the burning man, and they still, and you know, as Nicholas saying, you know, they want to bring that savagery back, but we can still see with inside the roles that they play, the things that they do, that they still carry it, carry that shit out symbolically. But after a while, they're gonna to have to revert back to their savage nature. They ain't not gonna be able to keep, keep like you said, they ain't gonna be able to keep that tie on for so long. They're not gonna be able to keep shaving that wool, that wool and fur off of their goddamn ass for so long. They come back around full circle. Dr. Dr. Clark said during the Dark Ages, wasn't a woman under 10 safe? Why are we surprised? In the name of God, give it up. I already wanted it, but to get you to comply, I'll put the God on there. This Walter Williams breaks itself very well. The origin of Europeans is savagery. Why are we surprised? Why is he so fascinated with savagery? That's why I brought up those serial killers. Crow Eugene Watts, the black serial killer. They rarely don't speak about him. He, he killed number white women. Now, when he got locked up, peep this out. The only publication of him was when he was finna get acquitted for some murders. Because he found a little stipulation in it for a murder when he was trying to drown a female. And, and, and him drowning her in the bathtub was a, uh, wasn't a deadly weapon. So, so it was a stipulation he was finna get out. So they had, they put, uh, the first investigator said that Cordu Jean Watts, at least 200 bodies. Right? He putting him up there, he putting him up there worse than Manson, worse than 
Dahmer, worse than all these motherfuckers, worse than John Wayne Gacy and all. Right? Why? He never raped his victims. He didn't want no pussy. They put one sister on him. When you when you look at the video, you don't see one black family there. I think they put that on there just so you wouldn't see those all white women. But they're all white women, bro. The Sunday morning slasher. I call you know what I consider him? A reincarnation <laughs> of Nat Turner. Very religious, but he would religious people a truly religious person is a truly Extreme person. Very extremist, yeah. Very extreme. That's why nowadays you don't see no the motherfuckers really ain't religious because they're not extreme on their teachers. Because they will be having they were so extreme back then if you was they would they would be back then they would be hanging they would be they would be hanging us screaming my eyes. They would be burning us at the stake. That's how religious they was back then, right? Just like they would burn homosexuals at the stake right now. So that I mean ain't no religious put people out, right? So he was he would wait till Sunday morning, like Saturday and Saturday night to like four in the morning, Sunday morning. He would catch white women. He would say that they, he would catch them at that time because he said any say any real any any more woman would be in the house. So she out all night using her beauty, right? Cold brother going into you know, we're targeting them, stabbing them with time, he didn't give a fuck, but just to show you that he didn't get no motherfucking us. He didn't get no analysis. Why? Because the the word Negro too comes from a cracker who gave it to Negroes who had rebellious tendencies. Niggas didn't even know that. That's where Negro too come from. Go look at my offer. <laughs> my offer 21, they said. The word Negro too. Who come from Negroes who didn't want to comply. Who had rebellious tendencies. You're suffering from nigger too. Mm-hmm. Now you know now when you tie that into the Ethiopian term niggers, N E G U S, and you know that it means for emperor, and then you know that uh, the first title that Europeans give Ethiopia is that they were a free country, freedom, free mean rebellion. Free, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, that's a good correlation right there, brother Baker. Backing like an Ethiopian. Yeah, you act like an Ethiopian. You try to act like you're free. You think you put these free jokers right here? Hmm. Damn. That's two points right there. Look at what I got then. So the whole, when it comes to us, in order for them to project their criminality and all their sins on us, they have to engage in science. Into social the social behavioral science. That nigga sent you. I don't even like talking to nigga name because he's not a true linguist. Dude, I, I see some books when we get on top of it, and I see some pictures. But they study African American English. They study Ebonics. They want to know Africans' social behavioral patterns so that they can use that to introduce European or Eurocentric living standards, or European morality. And as Amos Wilson says, that's the worst thing when you have, is when you have an African on the outside, and you have the mind that's truly Eurocentric, and it's controlled via remote control. Because once you have an African who's been thoroughly, I'm going to use Brother Solomon's word, if he still uses it, inculcated, 
with the European sense of morality, you become possessed by those beliefs. And those beliefs become manifested in your behavior. And your behavior is going to go inward on your people. That's the first sign. Damn, niggas is holding us back. Yeah. You sound like a cracker. Yeah. These Afrocentrics. These Afro. Uh, 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 yeah. These radical niggas. That's where the Bible comes in. And shouts out to Seti for having that lecture. It was needed. But it was needed to warn youth and to prepare you because I'm not, I'm going to do the same thing to crackers. I'm not going to try to turn no old motherfucking Christian into no African liberator, liberation army warrior, or whatever title. No, no, right? No. I'm going to waste more energy trying to convince this nigga of who his enemy is when I could be sitting there helping raise a generation of children. I'm not finna be going on niggas' Facebook page looking for photographs, looking for chinks in the armor that's already grown. No. Mm-mm. Don't even want, because I wouldn't even want an African curriculum to be really truly public. Because the minute it goes public, and if you know the discussion we just had, if you know Europeans are infatuated with social behavioral sciences of African Americans, they're going to know exactly what the curriculum is. They'll even pay money. They'll pay money and give you a, a test run so they can see the effectiveness of it, to see how effective it is, and use that effectiveness against itself. That makes sense. They were able to reform 90%, and, and they had higher test scores. What were the tactics they were using? And instead of using those tactics to instill African-centered teaching and education, they'll do it more to influence European and Eurocentric training. Because the way Europeans like to set up educational curriculum, they like to set it up as if it's just one step for all, and it doesn't matter the subject. You can take any subject and just place it in there. To some extent, you can. But you, you can't when it comes to social behavioral issues because that's the hypocrisy in America. Because, like we said, like we talked, because America was funded on the murder of Native Americans and the stimulus of their lands and the services of Africans, and because racism touches every fucking every facet of society, every third of society has racist racist history to it. So that's the only thing that can be honest. You see what I'm saying? Right. Are you right? It's important. When you can't be when you can't be honest about your history, that means you're liberating in a fabricated fantasy. That's that's called psychosis. That means you're a sociopath. Psychopath. And the the psychopath conforms everyone around them and makes them fall in line with their fantasy. Like the Joker does. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody fall in line with the fantasy. Because the European is insane and a sociopath, a pedophile, a murderer, a rapist, and you name him, and because he's so delusional about his history and doesn't know how he came to be human, and if you listen to the science, you understand that, he must then use force, and that's what sociopaths do, they use force, to subject other motherfuckers to live in their fantasy. I'll blow this world up if you don't 
Yo, 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 do what I tell you to do. Kill all of y'all. So there's a little bit of choker in every cracker. I want the world to have one big laugh. <laughs> if they don't laugh, I'll blow this motherfucker up, right? But look at the last movie, the one that the cracker died in. He wanted them to make a choice and blow. He didn't want to blow Gotham up himself. He wanted Gotham to blow itself up in insanity. Did you not peep that out? He was like a pimp. You know how a pimp can say I could bring the heart out of anybody? I could bring the crazy out of anybody. That's what the European yeah. does. Mm-hmm. And that's what he was showing. I'll make anybody act crazy right now. I took your little plan and I turned it on itself. Mm-hmm. Internet, I'm on the internet and I'm looking up so, psychopath, sociopath. They don't plan. And that's what the Joker was saying. I don't really think. I just go. Yo, yo, he like I'm like, yeah, he felt like I'm like a dog just chasing the car. If I catch it, I don't even know what I'll do with it if I never catch it. That's the cracker. He got the world by the nuts right now and don't know what to do with it. That's being 100 and, because let's be real. If First off, we was in power. We wouldn't have to conquer nobody. We would do it alone by influence. We didn't have to make nobody build pyramids. We did it by influence. We're doing this shit now. Niggas are singing rap songs in China and don't even know English. But they know the rap songs to niggas' songs. Mm-hmm. That's called influence. You, well, how to say it? You only imitate, you imitate the, 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 the dominate, right? So even though the white man got all the power and all the money, when that little nigga turn his hat backwards, the cracker turn his hat backwards. Why are you turning your hat backwards? See, as time is getting older, like 2015, see, back then, they were more discreet. They would police themselves. Mm-hmm. They would police themselves on making sure they could see crackers was easily influenced by niggas, like an Eminem. He wouldn't, be, he wouldn't survive back then. They would take him out, or they would check him. But you little nigga lover now. You got to watch them niggas. They use black magic now. Yeah. And the ones that did use it, use it like, like when you hear about What's the cracker name? Elvis Presley and so forth. You see what I'm saying? And when they came in, they used our son. They, they used the, exploit, the exploitative use, right. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm just concluding. All I'm saying is, why are we surprised? We shouldn't be. You're only surprised if you don't know the white man. I study my enemy every day. That's and see that's another reason why niggas in America are kind of punished too. We know too much about Europeans. They they ever since nine eleven and so forth they instituted this new protocol. I don't know for niggas who don't travel, but niggas who do travel know what I'm talking about. And when you traveling, you going out the country and so forth. They they really tightening up. They tightening up. They doing background checks on profession. Mm-hmm. On profession. If you are politically correct or politically sound in certain aspects, and you go into certain countries, they'll deny you access or entry to that country. The best display of that was 1964, yeah, 1964 when Malcolm tried to go to France. France got the biggest concentration of Africans in Europe. They don't want that nigga coming there and inciting them, uh, uh, them Africans. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 
That's why I stay chopped it up with Shaka. I know the importance of keeping that nigga there. See, make a thing is, I'm not going to bash you. I'm gonna bash. My thing is to promote a culture. Nobody, only one motherfucker ever questioned my interior motive was the boy, one brother that came on the show. No one ever questioned my interior motive. That's the first thing I do when I talk to anybody. That's the first thing I do when I talk to anybody. So I get a better perception on where they're coming from before I take a defensive position or, 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 or a, an attacking position or a complaining position. You see what I'm saying? Yes, for me, history history is that 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 security net of insurance. You can give them a fucking facts all day, but you want to give them some, you know, what's the what's the plan? How, what's the uh, 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 how can we fix this issue? How can we? That's where history comes in. You go right to when you know your history. You go when you reflect back on the time in history when this type of shit happened, mm-hmm. and it has happened for us because we're the oldest people on the planet. Nothing should be new to us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I say. The, 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 the synonym for African will be indoor. In France. Oh, man. I say. Yeah, man. You, you on point right now, Mr. Ryan. You're definitely on fire. Definitely on fire. But, but as as you said, we gotta make sure that we got it's that proper contextualization, and that's why you know you stay in the whole history, you know, without any understanding of history, you can't contextualize the situation properly in order to manifest some type of change. Because anything that we see undoubtedly is, is well, we can go back and been seen before. We on a cycle, you know what I'm saying? This shit going 360 degrees. We ain't on linear time. We on a circular motion. So, with that being said, we go around, come around. You know what I mean? And, and the next time this, this thing come up, we think we're going to pop to the next level. What they say, those that came first shall be last, right? That's how, that's a circle, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And there ain't no time limit on the circle. See, that's the thing about a circle. The circle got a starting point wherever you start that shit at. You start it new where the fuck you want to. Ain't no, ain't no, uh, ain't no set finish line. You know what I'm saying? It's about how you set that shit up. And so at any point in time, we start. So if you ain't started, remember you can start. Now, people, right this is I've been, I've been, I've been. I've been brushing up on my Greek mythology, right? Mm-hmm. Even in Greek mythology, they got the same fucked up family issues they got now. The nigga Zeus, I might be, I might be off. I'm going according to because they project this shit in movies. I'm going, but the, the, the myth similar. Zeus and his brother, what's his brother's name? Oh, God damn. I'll tip my tongue. Poseidon. Poseidon, Poseidon is his brother. Yeah. Poseidon is the other brother. He the god of the sea, of the water, right? Uh-huh. Damn, what's his name? Zeus, Poseidon. Ares. And, no, no, uh, Ares is his son, no, huh? Ares. Not, Ares not his brother. All right. Zeus, Poseidon. Hades. Uh, Hades. Hades, yeah, Hades. Peep this shit out. 
They 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 daddy name is Kronos. Yeah, Kronos. Kronos means time. Like when you go to work, you gotta mm-hmm. clock in that Kronos clock, right? Yeah. For my niggas will be working Kronos, right? That's yeah. time. Uh huh. Like chronology. Right. Like exactly, brother. Now the Titans existed before the gods, right? Mm-hmm. So you could say that they're predator progenitor of the gods. Now, the God, yeah. this is this is this is this is the Greeks after Egypt. Now they seen how they just do, but they had to put their shit on it, right? And this fucked up. These motherfuckers. Just, so no, they cold with their shit. Zeus talks to his brother Hades to create some motherfucking weapon that can chain the titans. Yeah. Hades does this shit. Yeah. When Hades does it, Zeus becomes top god. Then Zeus tricks his brother who helped him out and sends him to the underworld. Right? Mm-hmm. He splits, only way he, he splits up with his brother, uh, would you say name, Poseidon, say it again? Poseidon? Poseidon. Poseidon is the lord of the, the god of the sea. Zeus is the god of, of the earth, and Hades is the god of the underworld, right? While on earth, people this shit out, I'm going, and now I'm putting on this movie, The Wrath of the Titans, which is some truth to this. The gods get their powers. And they get their immortality by belief of the people. Yeah. Each series, man, cracker, is going against the gods. This nigga Zeus got all type of kids by humans. But the baby he has by another god named Ares hates him. And plots with his uncle Hades to get his daddy. <laughs> now, but, but remember, why do they do that though? Because remember what what um what Zeus and them did to his father Kronos. They plotted on him. Remember, Kronos ate some of the brothers. Right. Kronos go ahead, brother. B. you know a little bit more about this now. Go ahead. I'm, I'm gonna sit back. Go ahead. Tell us. Go now, give us the- I, I just not I just added on that Kronos had ate um I believe two of Zeus brothers, but he, he ate some of them whole and they bust up out of his stomach. You know what I'm saying? But he he was that's what happened with him because the brothers plotted on him. That's how Zeus got the power. So they they got the power because they took the power from Kronos because the Titans was like Kronos was one of the Titans. Right. Now you got exactly what I said now. The same way something begins, the same way it ends, right? Mm-hmm. Because Zeus came to power by betraying his own parents, mm-hmm. man would do the same thing to him. Mm-hmm. This is some mm-hmm. shit analyzed. <laughs> and his son would do the same thing. And that's why, that's why he was saying and telling the story about how his son finally went Haiti. To tell you Zeus out. Now Hades learned something. Hades said, "My brother's like he getting weak up there. He talking about Zeus. Mm-hmm. 
people ain't believing in him as much. Now, when he said that, well, I'm looking at this, I'm, I'm laughing at myself. I said, where have I heard this shit before? Where have I heard this shit before? Jason versus Freddie. You know what I'm talking about, brother B. Jason, no, no, Freddy Cougar is a rapist demon who hunts young girls. Mm -hmm. He he comes through the dreams of young children. In Jason's versus Freddy, the parents killed and got rid of Freddy Cougar by not mentioning him, by not Mm -hmm. speaking his name. By not now, I watched this other thing. Well, motherfucker said that you live forever. You live forever as long as people don't forget who you were, right? Mm-hmm. So if you never met anybody and you died, you just dead, right? Dead, yeah. So I'm like, okay. So they got rid of him by not saying his name. So there's power, even if a motherfucker dies. There's power in their memories and their beliefs. If you, if you, if you, if you. Think about it. You know what I mean? There's power yeah. there. There's power in the name. In the name. Yeah, there's power in the name. So while Hades is in the underworld, he did the opposite. While Zeus used the belief of humans to fuel his immortality, Hades used the fear. So I'm watching some shit with the shit called. Retiring of the Titans, right? So Zeus is hot. Zeus said, fuck that shit. We're going to teach him. He said, if we strike the humans, the mortals with a calamity, they will fall mm-hmm. in fear. And while yeah. they're in fear, they will go back to worshiping us. And when they worship us, we'll get our powers back, right? Mm-hmm. So he's sitting crazy. But what Hades is tricking his brother. Hades, like, what he don't know is, what he don't know is, when I trick the humans in their fear, they're going fi- to they, give me more power. Because it's one thing to pray, right? But if you pray in a state of fear, what are you doing? You're begging. Walter Williams said praying is a form of begging, right? True. Because you often because you're praying in a state of fear because you fear God. Right? Projection. How are Europeans projecting their family issues in their mythology? If they're able to project in their mythologies, anything that they dominate, anything that they dominate is going to touch even us. Yeah, and you can see a, per- a person's uh, psychology through through their, uh, you know, what I mean, through their mythology. So like that's where you get to see a person's psychology. It clears it through it's through how they they made up stories that intertwine with the moral character. That's why every one of those characters got significant meaning. Yeah. But yeah, I challenge anybody, read this shit. You go it's gonna look like a, a soft opera. Everybody fucking everybody. 
no loyalty drawn, trickery. And these are these are gods. And then I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Now I'm going to ask you this too, Brother Boy. Based on a treachery, what the fuck defines a god in the European eyes? Immortality. That's it. That's it, yeah. A Muslim god even dies. It's hard to hear that. Uh, it, it gotta be. It, it seems like it gotta be. It, 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 sometimes it's the fear, man. The fear is mm-hmm. Oh, you're in. Yo, what's up? Oh, sorry, that was my duck. Eat my pussy. Ask and you shall receive. Ask and you shall receive, right? How's everybody doing on this fine afternoon? I'm doing great. You're doing great? That's amazing. Can I just say that? That's amazing. How are your mom mom doing, Tom? Let's talk about your mom. They say if you ain't talking, if you ain't saying nothing that the white man find offended, you ain't saying a motherfucking thing. <laughs> Next time we're going to call in, let's talk about your mother. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't You know, we were going to let you have to rock the mic for a second. We were going to let you rock the mic. You come in with the dumb shit. Yeah. What is your favorite uh, uh, mother's dish? Ask Cracker some questions. You're going to get a different response. And, and I, advocate this, I advocate this to black parents. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Don't let them have friends as young children because they they'll pick up on that behavior. They'll pick up on that behavior, and lose, start losing or start challenging the respect they have for their mother because they see that their their, their white friend does that. You know what I mean? Ooh. Like, come on, just come, man. Your fucking your mom's a trip, doc. You know, come on. What the fuck, bro? Why is your mom tripping like that? You know what I mean? You'll start testing your mom. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, listen, listen, Mika, but check this out. I mean, um, I don't know who who this is, but I'm going to bring him back to the mic. You know, a family, a family um, want to see what his mom about. I want to put this out here too, brother, uh, uh, brother Little. I mean, brother Born. Don't you find it amazing, brother Born? When you study African pharaohs, when you study African kings, when you look at the tradition, tradition is so in line with the people who are practicing it that outsiders can't practice it, right? Outsiders mm-hmm. cannot practice it, right? So. 
Even when you look at Egypt, for example, when you look at all the pharaohs, you had males and females, right? Mm-hmm. There's some females who served as well, right? And it wasn't until the last end of the reign of the fucking culture that a foreigner was able to sit on the throne, right? True. Now, why in America would the white man put a half-breed mulatto like Obama instead of putting his mama, Hillary Clinton, as the president? She white? Yeah. That's one. That's an interesting question. That means, this is my opinion, that means that white man will put, he'll put, the enemy of a male, he'll fuck with his male before he'll put his mama up in power because he knows how, how authoritative she is. If you think I'm lying, go look at white serial killers. Look at the psychological the psychological evaluation given to them by psycholo- psychologists pertaining to their mother. All of them hate their mother. Last year, last year, of the mulatto, first generation, meaning his daddy was black, his mama was white. That means he white, right? He spent nine months in his white mother's womb, right? Mm-hmm. Kills his mother, chokes her out with the Xbox cord, and then has sex with her dead body. Well, I think I've seen that. Little, 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 you know, got the little glasses and shit on. Yeah, I think I've seen that. He he looks young, like. Young. Yeah, yeah, I think I've seen After that. The police just said some shit like he was a virgin, and the first person he asked was his mother. Um, yeah. Yeah. Does that mean I'm a virgin still? Still, y'all, y'all took this, y'all, exactly, exactly. I've seen that. Crazy looking, crazy deranged. Y'all killed his mother and had sex with the court. So that was his uh, virginity to his mother. Now, Please. I'm 6'2", 210 pounds. I'm on my 5'6". I'm on my 5'7", 125, 130, right? I still fear her. Oh, you know, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand. It's the fear factor. Yeah. She can cut with her, you know, she can say some words that are cut like a ginsu blade that, that she ain't even got to lay hands. She can also lay hands on me, but she ain't even really got to. She can cut that deep. Yeah. She's not a coach to me. Okay. So what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, don't let motherfuckers fool you and say the white man don't have no feelings. That's bullshit. He may not have feelings that pertain to you, but he still has an ego because all sociopaths has an ego. And the best motherfucker to know the white man's ego is the white woman. They mama. That nigga Edmund Kimber, ch- ch- check him out when you listen to his interview before he, you know, when he passes, when the, and, and how he, when he goes in about his mama. 
That nigga was sitting this look. That nigga six foot eight, two hundred eighty-eight pounds. Yeah, he's, still, he's, still, he's still his mama's son, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Mama say some shit like, I can't even get none. I ain't had no dick in seven years and probably won't get none. Because my son, you know, what I tell him, I'm like, my son's the murderer of my, you know, of his parents and shit. And that's, that's a whole wild statement in its own self. Look at, the, look at the documentaries on these serial killers. All of them like young girls. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I've seen that. So when you look at, look at, yeah, when Dr. Clark said, wasn't a woman over 10 safe, why are we surprised when we see all these rapes and shit? Why are we surprised to see such such, such a boy nigga got uh, child pornography? This is their culture. Yeah, nah, that's why, yo, or like, man, this is what I'm saying. I'm like, yo, you can't rape, white people can't rape white people. That's their culture. I'm like, no, you can't. There's no such thing as a white person raping another white person. I don't care if it's a little boy, little girl, none of that. You said, but how? How? That's what y'all do. That's your code. That's y'all thing. Y'all rape. Y'all have to have sex with kids or whatever y'all call that. That's what y'all do. It's y'all coaching. So ain't no such thing as rape. I'm going to look at the Jody, the Jody Arenas case. The little white bitch who killed the nigga and stabbed him up, let his throat, shot him, and then put him in the shower. Damn. Right. The bitch, but, 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 she said she killed him with self-defense. That bitch murdered that nigga. She fucked him off. The bitch was so, she, she you know, when one nigga, I don't care if you're black or white nigga, woman gonna take you out, she gonna tell you, you better off having 500, you, your chances of having five or ten niggas looking for you is a lot, you know, better than one woman coming to get your ass. She drove from, goddamn me, way from Salinas, California. First off, she drove 100 miles to Redding, California, where she rented a car. The bitch had three gas cans, a burner, and a knife. Drove to this cracker house, right? Now, the cracker, she's saying this, uh, the cracker is a Mormon who he's doing the, uh, he having lectures and shit. Like, I, we be having a lot of shit. He on the white people shit. You need to accept Mormon Christianity and all that. And he, he get a little ball, he get his little money up. But she she exposing his sex life while at the trial. And that's what I'm looking for. Because I'm a nigga. I don't care about, you know. But what I found interesting was that she said that after two minutes of meeting this nigga when they first met in Vegas, he a Mormon. She got baptized. After they got baptized, right, first off, his credibility for fucking with her is fucked up if he is a girlfriend because Mormons ain't supposed to have sex outside of being married. And technically, they aren't. Because, remember, the, the crackers are criminals. So they don't bend the rules. So the, after she got baptized, he had anal sex with her, right? So the discourse with her was mainly anal sex and head, right? Basically, he's somewhere, right? Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that motherfucker's taking the board. He's taking the board. He's taking the board. He says, yo, listen, man, I'm going to do it like this. That way, 
I can say, well, look, man, I, I never could have traded the vagina. And that's that. Anything so, other than that is up. So she goes, so she takes the gas, three gas cans, drive out there, you know, sleep with the nigga, take pictures of the nigga, and within the deposit or the crime scene analysis, that's the reason I'm looking at it, because that's still physical anthropology, you know, uh, uh, doing a, a, a corner work and shit like that, too. I ain't had too much labs on that shit, but I know a little bit of it, but I like watching this shit, right? So they, 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 they bitch stabbed the nigga like 27 times, slit his throat, shot him within 75 seconds, my nigga. From the last photograph she took when he was alive, and when she, you know, she took an inadvertent photo when he was laying on the ground in the blood. And that's like 75 seconds, right? Got in the car. She drove. She didn't want to stop at any convenience store. That's why she bought the gas tanks. You feel me? So she filled up with the fucking... She drove from Arizona to Utah and drove back. I'm bringing that shit to show you that, that she wasn't married to this nigga. What I'm seeing was she was, she seemed like she was against the coach shit, but I'm looking at the whole Mormon shit, like, wow, white folks, back to the social shit with their families, right? He's bringing up shit that he likes to sleep with young boys, right? All this type of shit is coming up that she's using for justification why she killed this nigga, right? I'm fascinated by the shit she's saying because I'm like, anytime, you get, anytime I hear any cracker getting slandered, I love that shit, right? Because it's the truth. It ain't been slander, it's the truth. Yes, she killed that nigga, but he wasn't no angel. That nigga, right? This is white on white crime. This is where we get our shit from. Yeah. That's, that's it. That's where we get that. They playing play voice messages of them dirty talking. I'm going to tie you up to a tree. He she saw he borderline wanna rape and hang this bitch. Why are we surprised? Because we dealing with a, a a overtly criminal rapist. Everyone I'm saying he, he's 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 the jack of the trades when it comes to when it comes to negativity. He's done it all. Why are we surprised? Why does that suit and tie still fool us? Why do we allow the uniforms to fool us? When that when we get pulled over, you you just got caught slipping. You a soldier caught behind enemy lines? Follow your protocol. Name, rank, and serial number. Don't give them no reason. I'm not saying our family members are, but I'm saying in most cases, I don't care if it's a nigga with a badge or a nigga with uniform. If they got a gun on me, telling me. I'm getting on the, I'm doing out the car. You caught me slipping. You got me. I'm going to get you, nigga, but you got me. You got me. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to let us kill another day. You got me, though, right now. You know. So why are we surprised? We should, we, we, we're too comfortable. We're just jumping in the car at the end of the morning and go get some little, a little blood and some milk. That's a chance. Niggas like 75 serial killers in the country. With each like a hundred bodies, and counting. And you look at right, back to the 
the, the Green River Killer. Look at all his victims, women. <laughs> White women. Killing, he said every time he killed oh, oh, the woman, he was killing a part of his mother. The serial killer don't need motive to kill. That's why it's so hard to catch. They even had a movie, how, how, to, how, to, you know, how to Become a Serial Killer. First thing is, you don't kill somebody you know. Well, that leaves niggas out the bunch. Because when we kill, it's somebody we know because you have to do something to us. You have to, we have to let you in. We don't prey on strangers. This is European culture. We do prey on strangers. So my niggas get to saying the white man just came over and took over shit. How did he do it? He didn't just come over here and just start the war openly. No, he came over here shaking hands, smiling, grinning, having, you know, poisoned you while you were asleep, stabbed you in the back. That's the high. The fact that he was able to play your ass and get so close to you, you didn't see him coming. Why are we surprised? Well, family, you know, um, right now, our participation in this psycho war right here, our participation in this psycho war is always needed of analysis, constant uh, reevaluation, and, you know, um, we're going to have to make sure that we stay with this side and checks and balances in order to to keep, to keep ourselves from slipping over the edge. So you, you can see uh, we're dealing with some, uh, what you say, uh, Brother Mitchell, what you call A sociopath is a motherfucker with a personality disorder. That's every European. Yeah. Every European has a personality disorder. Psycho, uh, uh, the psychopath. Both of them, both of them, warp reality to some extent on how it, on how it bends towards them. But the psychopath more active, the psychopath more in, in terms of uh, uh, schizophrenia type of shit. Uh, 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 trying to kill me, trying to poison me, you know. Mm-hmm. But but also likes inflicting pain. That this I can never Satanist masochist. Yeah, the Satanist uh, is the one who likes to issue the pain. Yeah. yeah, and the one who like to receive the pain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It could be the man or the woman. But it, it, it's, it's, a, it's a, the one who likes to give out the pain and the one who likes to receive the pain. Mm-hmm. You know? This is sexual. This is the behavior in, in most sexual themes. In movies. Mm-hmm. Now, if they've conditioned us on what the fuck love is, they've even conditioned us on how to engage in making love. That's what I'm saying. That's what whatever they said. Girls like it rough. What? White women have been in power now, and white women are, are at the pedestal of what is beauty in some people's eyes. So they put what they find as being the norm for everybody, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's projection. 
That's when your reality, your psychosis, has to warp everyone else's. It's bigger than, see, it's one thing, uh, you know, who wants to be crazy by yourself? I want, we must draw everybody in our insanity. Let's conform to, to, to the world I make it. And they'll go as far as to even create that synthetic world. We're not talking about motherfucker that's running. See, we're on the other opposite end because we be we running from the reality of the pain. We are fucked up because out of all our motherfucking time on this natural earth, we've experienced natural changes. This is some synthetic shit. This individual has mastered the art of producing synthetic of synthesis. Yes, the European has mastered the art of synthesis. The only one who can master the artist synthesis is the one who's of synthesis or is synthetic in, in regards to what is producing of the synthesis. Nothing comes from nothing, right? Conversation. Right. So nothing from nothing leaves nothing. Listen to what I'm saying. Nylon. I'm giving an example. Nylon. They, they, they've been able to take raw petroleum, like oil and crude oil, and been able to produce over 10,000 synthetic items. He has mastered the art of synthesis in terms of creating, right? Mm-hmm. Why you got real vitamin C in the, in the plant, right? Well, he know wants to make it synthetic, synthetically. Yeah. When yeah, he makes it right. synthetically, what color is it? He makes it orange. What color is white? Ooh, it's white, right? It's white, yeah. All all the cells and stuff look white. When you look at the powder, and you crack that's it why it kills us because it's been refined. That's all. That's, that's the common sense of everything. Then you don't have to break on no motherfucking rules. You have to talk. Have no spectacle on evolution. That's it right there. It's synthesis and and, and nature. Nature don't synthesize nothing. Nothing, yeah. Because when every time you make something synthetically, you always extract something that's so raw it can't be used no more. Yeah, you extract. You extract the situation. And the earth We got to really yeah. analyze Cracker for what the fuck is going on. He has mastered the art. Look in your house. Yeah, Name all, all the synthetic things, all the plastics in your house, all this shit. Why, it's, why is it that you find yourself in your most peaceful state of mind smoking a joint at the park? Yo, that's why I hate, I'm, I'm telling you, son, I hate plastic cups, plates, glass. I don't, I like glass. And I, I I really do. I look at that that plastic, that right there, like you said, they they use oil, they refine oil to create this plastic. And oil is like the blood from out the ground. It's like you said, the plasma. And they take the essential uh, natural properties out of it and just put it all around us, which is like having depth all around you. It's the way of creating the depth zone all around you with this plastic. 
of always. Right. Like, they'll show you that plastic cup, but they won't show you motherfucking shit that left that they can't do nothing with that's waste. Mm-hmm. Times mm-hmm. more to make that shit. Mm-hmm. So much, you'll say, was it worth making? My nigga, damn, was that shit even worth making? You shit it out one golden egg, but you, you blew up a whole city. Exactly. Like, making glasses ain't easier. Glasses, it's easier to make glass. It's, it's definitely more recyclable. You know what I'm saying? How can you do just bust the glass down, melt it, redo what you got to do with it? That plastic, that's a whole nother fucking process to break that down and bring that back to life. Exactly. At least glass, that's what silica, that's still what sand. Sand, you know. Yeah, exactly. You just heat it up, right? With that plastic, they got to go through a whole other process. Because once you start fucking with that plastic, heating it up, you got to have everybody with hazmat suits on and shit. Yeah, so we need to really look at this motherfucker and, and we shouldn't put nothing past nobody, especially when it comes to them. Especially when it comes to them. And the positive side that we can look at is that Europeans are worse, way worse than, than they are now, but we've been able to endure. And if we've been able to endure in 2015 and we enduring and we still like, we ready to ride, we ready to ride, that means that that rebellion ain't really been, you see what I'm saying? It's just been kindled. Because first, if he going to hide his criminality, he going to also hide his losses. He does that very well. The European is the first sour loser. <laughs> Or loser, my bad. Mhm. I can prove it to this day. That nigga willing to see most motherfuckers live to fight another battle, nigga. Battles keep going, right? Battles get too hefty, he'll blow the world up. What? But really, he won't blow the world. He definitely a sore loser. You know why he won't blow the world up, brother boy? Because he knows so much about the African. And he wouldn't do the world up unless he knew it would destroy every last nigga on this planet. You know that? Uh, he knows that he can't. Blow this motherfucker up. See, that's the point where it's going to get. Blow this motherfucker up. Push the button, nigga. Nuclear bomb this motherfucker. Nigga, let's see who survived, nigga. Oh, this nigga got crazy. Yeah, nigga. Woo! Well, you know, like, 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 you know, nigga, Joe Cross said, what happened when hell, you know, they say hell a hot place, but nigga said, what happened when, when, when it's like, you know, a cool breeze, it's still a cool breeze come through every now and again, and we start looking forward to that. You mean to tell me these motherfuckers, right? Yeah, some motherfuckers who got whipped during slavery, you said, who taught it, master? You're not going to hear about that. Psychosis of every, every black motherfucker and how they interpret racism has not been really cataloged. 
What was that in Mandingo? In Mandingo, that's how the brother was in Mandingo. Listen to what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm saying. This Amos Wilson was doing it. He was the psychosis. All black psychologists say anybody black, the root of it, anybody that's black that's crazy, the root of it is, is, is racism, right? Mm-hmm. And how they interpret racism, their low self-esteem, their, their feeling of inadequacy for black men, the feeling of no worth. Oh, you know, what I mean? it goes on and on and on. Every individual interprets it and how their behavior, how their behavior is shaped by it, right? Yes, sir. Look at Tommy Sotomayor. He be finding some way how behavior on motherfucking black folks they be doing. Now, if you take what he be showing, and you take that reality, Amos Wilson said that after there's always a, a purge, but even after the purge. The correction does happen. After black-on-black crime, remember, the black-on-black crime are Africans who have a European sense of lifestyle. And the European lifestyle is anti-African. So they become anti-African, they attack their brothers. After they check themselves, the first thing that they attack is that which they should have in the first place, right? And that's when you'll start seeing them kill white men. Amos must have said this shit, I'm... In fact, let me see if I can find this lecture and pull this shit up. Y'all can hear this shit, right? He, he said, I wasn't, he said, he said, I mean this metaphorically and I mean this literally. Because why? He's talking about psychology, behavior. The psychologist sees the strangest behavior. Francis Crosswell Singh is a psychologist. The psychologists don't focus on talk. The psychologist provokes and says things to provoke certain behavior, and they know those behavioral changes. When you look at Francis Crosswell, she's the best example when she went on the Donahue show. Remember when she went on the Donahue show? Mm-hmm. She was making certain comments. If you watch it, the only motherfucker that was getting it was Donahue. And Donahue was trying to correct his crackers from their behavior because they're doing exactly what she expects them to do. She's actually doing what white folks be doing to us. She's saying things that's off the whim and then just looking for behavior. Like how white folks do. They'll just say, you fucking nigger, and wait for you to go all crazy and whatnot. Or, or they'll say something that ain't got nothing to do with what you're saying to get you to act a certain way, totally different what you would, you see what I'm saying, to get off the road. Situation, you want me to, you know, it's really something petty, but they want to provoke you so that then you can get, they can get a behavior out of you to, to get you to go to jail and, you, and you check yourself like you ain't getting out, you almost have it. Almost like that, right? That's what the psychologist goes for. Behavior. You have to admit that the best clinical diagnostic psychologist for the cracker is the black man and black woman. Why? We're because we suffer firsthand from just living not even directly with them, but we used to live in the same house with these motherfuckers. Wow. Imagine how that shit was. We was we was giving their ass diagnoses then in the slave camps. Like them motherfucking master got some you know, master got like six babies that ain't you know, all type of shit. In fact, you know, for hours we would gossip about their motherfucking asses. They had to come out there and tell them, uh, uh, you need to keep it down. 
and found a way to turn inward on us. But the point I'm saying, they've always had social issues among themselves and their family. Psychology often is determined by behavior. If we're dealing with white sociopaths and white psychopaths, they have personality disorders. They don't need motive to kill. Me and you kill out of passion. We have crimes of passion. That's often what they say. The heart of it, you can get the motive of it. Uh, uh, what happened, man? Little Man Ray got jacked or something. If you really look at the crime, you'll get to the motive of it. Respect, honor, deceit, betrayal, right? What do you mean? Uh, uh, okay, if it was an issue of marital issues, a man got caught cheating and killed whatever, it was an issue of betrayal, right? That's betrayal, right? That's an emotion. That's a passion. That's a human feeling. That's justified. What fucks us up with Europeans, they don't need that to kill. <laughs> the same way they go hunting for deer and bulls, the same way they go hunting for us, my nigga. That's the point I'm trying to make. You see the point I'm trying to make? What we hunting for today, Bob? I don't know what you want to kill. And if they walk, if it's a little girl that they see, if it's an African that they see, if it's a squirrel that they see, that's how they rationalize shit, bro. Why are we surprised? When you walk in the, the cracker's room, it's decked out with wood, and we know what the, the, the symbolism of wood is, and it's every kill, from the butterfly to the bear to the lion to the Negro. So this is a culture of killing, the culture of dissection. Let's reverse engineering. Let's kill it first, and then as we cut it up, understand it. That's how he get information. He don't talk to, he doesn't deal with life. He deals with death. Why? Because that's his biggest fear. In actuality, the cracker fear death more than Africans do. Why do you think he's so caught up in it? Why do you think that's the biggest threat? The, the biggest threat that you hold to everybody else is the biggest threat you have to yourself. That's why I love watching certain movies when they show you even the, the even the richest motherfucker, I need ten million dollars. Just don't kill me. Don't get. He's, he's scared. When a nigga saying, "Kill me now," he ain't got nothing. You start reevaluating things, man. Know who we dealing with. We're not dealing with a sane foe. You can go to war. Sane people will go to war. You don't have to be crazy to go to war. But you do have crazy people that start wars. Most of the time when it's a war that starts... That's why I say study European history. Look at, the, look at the petty shit that they fight over. Mm -hmm. You understand the petty shit that you fight over. Mm -hmm. 
And then you sit back and you check yourself and you be in your African mind, you say, you know what, my nigga, I don't even know how we fight, my nigga. Or somebody else say, well, nigga, it's really me fighting. Well, let's get to that, you know, let's deal with that. But I'd rather deal with that with a youth. I'm, 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 I'll, I'll be more compassionate to deal with the youth at this point in 2015 than I will the older motherfucker. I'm 33. Feel me? I'm not going to be pushing the line on no nigga that's older than me, harder. He, he should be able to hear the truth. And, you know, and that's real talk. And we should be able to agree that it's the youngsters. You can tell when you're done with the youngsters. They take to a sharper real fast. You just ask the question, why? Get them to ask why. Don't bad beat them up the head too much. Ask, start, get in the question to ask them why. That's why I like Amos Pussy, because that's the first thing he deal with. Every time he asks a topic for a question, when he goes to it, he says, you know, black on black, why black on black crime? Because the question, when you ask the question why, then you then you go to, what what are you what are you planning to do with the answer if you find it? I never thought about that. By you never thinking about that, you may not never come to a conclusion. From if you never thought about that. In your initial start, you never would have came to a conclusion. You would have been just searching and searching because you never knew that the answer was to be. You see the point I'm making? Mm-hmm. Sometimes we'd be searching for shit. We've been trained that there's not an answer. There's never, there's no answer to anything. That's the European. It's always be a mystery. Yeah, everything's always a mystery. You can always slide. We can always change. You know, we can always change what we hold. What we hold. Uh, we hold that for that. We always move it. And another thing that they've been programming us is, is to be competitive. This this African this is not a competitive movement. We 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 don't need to compete over provide information or nothing. It's not that. It's really organizing on what the fuck what 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 information we need to be talking about. What we don't need to be talking about. That's right. Needs and wants. What we need to do, what we need is a young African nation. What we want is elders to supply that, right? I'm going to say it again. What we need is a young African nation. What we want mm-hmm. is elders to supply it. Okay, let's say if it's the other way around. We, what we need are elders, and what we want is African nation. What do you think we're more successful at trying to achieve? Young elders, young, the young nation. Anybody else? Well, a need is what you can want. A need, you need air. So that's something you can't do without, right? A one is something you can do without, right? Yeah. We need a young African nation. Now, when you study nature, I've been studying wasps. I got a lot of wasps around my house, and it's, it's, it's hot. Every day, they're trying to build that nest bigger. And you know what's in them nests? Babies. Mm-hmm. You don't see no motherfucking one wasp caught up in his individual, one individual wasp saying, I'm going to lead the nest, and I'm going to be the shit, and I'm going to be a god. That's the European. Why does the European have that notion 
The life expectancy for the average European in ancient times was 34. Did y'all know that? 34. The oldest, see, I'm preparing y'all niggas for this whack-ass evolution conference. The oldest Neanderthal was like, is like 34. He's an elder. That's an elder. That's an elder family. For them. If your life expect, they say the average life expectancy for a fly is a day. And you wonder, that would explain why it's so annoying. Nigga, I only got one day. Nigga, I'm a, I'm a, I got the, you going to remember me. Right? <laughs> right? And if I was talking with me like a motherfucker, you may not remember that individual, but you speak on it. And by speaking on that one fly that day, you get a little fly re- reference, a memory, right? He existed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he existed. But the but, but my point being that the point what I'm trying to say is that in nature there will always be flies, there will always be lions because the, the the property of nature is to keep producing, right? As long as there lions are, we, we I exist, right? Mm-hmm. So every lion, right? You see the cat clean itself, right? Yeah. A cat is a cat is a cat, right? Your cat ain't the same way, but he lives through the experiences and memories of other cats. So the behavior of a cat lives on, right? The behavior of, a, of, a, of an object gives you insight to what it is, right? Yeah. Birds fly, right? Mm-hmm. What's the behavior of a bird, brother Juan? They fly, they got beaks, feathers, they, they sing, lay eggs. Right? Mm-hmm. They're very vocal, right? Yeah, they, yeah, most birds are vocal. vocal. You could be sitting, if me and you was talking outside on, on, on a hot day, and we, it'd be somebody be like, hey, you hear that bird going off over there? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. What's the behavior of a lion? Cat-like behavior. They uh, they rest the other day. They groom themselves. They social. They social animal. Uh, now, who's seen? Have you seen one individual lion get shot down? Does that mean all lions die? Mm-hmm. And even if you've seen that one lion die. If you were to see another lion, you would laugh because you would see some of the behavioral traits you see in that lion that died in this other lion, right? Mm-hmm. Lions, look they right? Uh, lions, all feline, they seem to like their left hand, don't they? They go with them feet, ain't they? Mm-hmm. They bury their shit, don't they? Now, why we... Now, even when we look at certain lions, right? We got some lions living trees. Well, we got some cats in trees. You got cheetahs that run fast. The life expectancy is, is a given, no fall. Average lifespan for a cracker in antiquity is 30 years old. That explains why they got the big heads. When they're little babies and they seem to grow into their head as they grow up. Anybody ever notice that? Mm-hmm. Sure. 
Amos Wilson did it. I think that's really the book that got him. Not not the difference that power. Because Europeans Europeans always lean on that um that literacy curve when you know hide put something in the book and hide it from a nigga. So they you know, you have gotta put that shit in practice. And if you you know, for business, you know, the economic plans he was putting together, that's a lot of paperwork. So he's like, you know, it would take time. But but really I think the European got fucked up was read that book. Awakening Black Genius because he did a he did a psychological analysis, meaning he monitored behavior. That is science the best science because it's honest observation. Right? Child development classes, you go. I had to take one. You go child development class, you just sit there and watch the babies. Right? He's observing the behavior between the black child and the white child, and he's doing it in such a fashion that he's able to tell you that it takes three months for the black child to sit up, and it takes a white child nine months to learn to sit up. Mm-hmm. How are we the same? In nature, listen to what I'm saying. In nature, a horse, that motherfucker got five minutes. Ten minutes. I'm, I'm, I'm giving a, a, a skewed up number, but it takes. They got a certain amount of time before they got. My mama said, "Let's move." They got to get up after birth. They standing up that first day and walking. Why? Because nature. They ain't the only species. Nature ain't finna just make an exception for this one species. You, you have to get get on, nigga. You, you have to adjust. Not evolve. You're gonna to have to adapt. You have to be quick, a quick learner. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna be a quick learner nowadays. And you learning, changing is different things, right? Already. You can change to something else. You can learn a lot of things too. But we don't want to get into that because motherfucker. Because you can be a smart ass bird and be smart every way, but you don't have to be a bird that's so smart that you change into a slug. A uh, bird that's so. No, or a slug that changed to a bird, vice versa, however you want to put it. Yeah. You can be intelligent in your makeup, right? Mm-hmm. That's what we're talking about. Why does he want to change that? Why does he, I have to break that out, why does he take everything, a rock is a rock, right? What's the, what's the, the even rocks got behavior, right? They're very quiet. <laughs> yeah. Still. Right. What's the what's the what's the behavior of petroleum? Quiet, dark, don't like being disturbed, right? Mm-hmm. Undisturbed, sleeping. Why would you want to go dig all in the ground and wake that motherfucker up and change it? He changes the behavior patterns of every living thing and everything that's inorganic. I mean, it's not living. But it's but it's but it exists because rocks do exist, right? Yeah, They're not living, but they exist, right? Mountains mountains exist, right? Yeah. They're not living though, right? No, not yet. But they matter, right? If I throw a rock and hit you, that motherfucker will hit you, right? It it exists. Okay. It's matter. It's in this world. It's not living, but it's it exists. It's matter. Mm-hmm. How does inorganic matter, like rocks, smash together and create life? 
I'm done. Under the proper circumstances, under the proper circumstances, it can't happen. <laughs> you know, it's not. Uh, uh, there's no way for that to happen. I, uh, I'm glad that you got to that. So, I, I was gonna want to make that point. You can't get so, nothing from nothing, right? Yeah, at some point in time, though. We talked earlier about petroleum, right? Mm-hmm. Has to be real petroleum in it to get to abstract some from it, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know when you say a mountain is a, a mountain is a mountain, you know, according to evolution, a mountain is just a mountain now, but soon it will become a person. Exactly. Now we can say it that the other way around, and I will take it more better, because we know that man goes back to that. Yeah, that's the only way that it. That's the way that it works. That's the only way it works. You, you want to see? Well, how is that brother born and my comrades can catch onto that very quick? But other motherfuckers can't can't catch that quick. But they call us equals. That may be the problem right there. You so much looking for something that's equal among us that you oversee the differences between us. Exactly. That are right in your face. You want this. You want this equality that don't exist. And not because they better than us, but because we know we are separate and unequal from them. Exactly. They want us to, and so anytime somebody's saying that we equal, I'm not just talking white because they want us to be believe that shit. Like for example, when Europeans talk about having an all white race, that's even hypocrisy. I'm using I'm using I'm using Martin Luther King, I mean uh, Malcolm X's uh, terminology. Why is it hypocrisy? Because genetic drift. Because Europeans don't have enough diversity in their DNA, if they populate among themselves, among a small gene pool, first off, because they are small, because they're recessive and they're a small population, that means they have high nervous system problems. They got genetic issues. So their genetic drift will be more of drifting with those genetic issues than dominant issues, you, 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 dominant properties. You see the point I'm making? So if you, if you take a small group of Europeans who don't mate outside and only practice, you know, among themselves, they will refine and produce more nervous systems and more genetic issues than ever before. They will, because, because they're recessive, those traits would be dominant, meaning, okay, if you were to take an African and a European, and you gave the African and the European malaria, right? Because the African is dominant with sickle cell in adjusting to that malaria, it will throw off, a, you know, it will be more, it will be better at defending it. 
But because the European is recessive, malaria will be more dominant in the European. The mean, the chances of, of mortality will be high, or, 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 or post-mortem will be high. You see what I'm saying? Based on his overall genetic potential, it ain't got nothing to do. The, 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 the virus is deadly, period. Or it can be. But it's really the sensitivity. That's why they say it depends on the individual. Depends on the individual. If they tell you that, based on something as long as a snake bite, they tell you we all ain't the same, huh? Exactly. If they're telling you that certain motherfuckers need to eat accordingly to their blood type, what does that tell you? We're all in the same. Sir, you know, sir, uh, you, you may not supposed to eat meat. According to new science, if you're according to your blood type, blah, 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 you shouldn't be eating meat, right? Or you should be eating less meat and eating more of this. Or, or, and it's really... Your DNA is really going to point out the geography in which you came from. That's basically what DNA does. They're not going to put that in the context. DNA, when you cut a motherfucker's DNA over, it's going to tell you where a motherfucker came from, what it is. And what it is is the reflection of what it came from, right? If if we are the same, and they find us a thigh bone in a trash bag, and they take it to the lab and they study it, they'll say, "Well, the well, the femur bone seems to be consistent of a black male between the age." He didn't say a male then black. Why is the race first then the gender? I mean, that mean the difference between race sticks off first, then the gender can be determined, right? Yeah. 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 Meaning, meaning, before you would say, it could be a femur bone. A femur is a femur, a femur, right? It could be a monkey femur. But you would denote what it is first. It's a chimpanzee, a female chimpanzee's femur bone, right? To know what it is first. What it is first. Black femurs look different. That's on different period. Now, why am I speak? Why am we speaking on femurs? That's the largest bone in the human body. That's the reason why we upright walking on two feet. If the motherfucking femur bone ain't the largest in the body, it's a problem. Long backs. No, Mickelrod didn't. Yes. Because it goes, you don't know what the fuck you talking about. Even the compiled skeleton of the, of the Neanderthal, the long back. Brother, 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 born you in the wheelchair, but, but you still, your femur bone, you can, you can, you can be sitting in your chair, you can, your, your, your chin can touch your, your, your knee, huh? Yeah. Because your femur bone is almost longer as your spine is, damn near, huh? Yeah, my femur bone longer as hell. That means even in your rehabilitation, the chest of you walking is better and faster than that of a cracker. First off, because of your genetic makeup, your physical structural makeup, meaning meaning even though you, you would you say, 
Standing up, how tall are you, brother born? Like six five and a half, six six. Sit in your chair, how how tall are you? Sitting in the chair, I'm on more close to five feet. Now you can still drive a bug though, huh? Uh-huh. If I if I if I picked if I came through and I said we're gonna leave your chair, you can still get in the bug with me, huh? A seventy three Volkswagen bug, huh? Yeah, 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 I get it. Y'all know that uh 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 uh, 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 Kareem Abdul-Jabbar could drive a, a, a Volkswagen bar as tall as he was because of his femur. <laughs> Nigga, me and you jump in the whip, we look so much for it till we get out, huh? Yeah. <laughs> now, how was it that a cracker that's 5'10 could get in the car and that nigga's head is standing there touching the ceiling? He a long back. That means that his torso is longer that his legs and his and his arms are. Why? That is indicative and is indicative of cold climate. This is a study this is coming from a cracker. A cracker I don't know his name off the wham off this good cush. The cracker studied species in the cold and he said most species that survive and do well in the cold have longer torsos. This can be mainly due to mammals because they need to keep that core warm, right? Yeah, with the lungs and all that. Do bears have long legs? When a bear stand up, he all body, huh? Yeah. That's how you're able to walk on all fours, huh? Yeah, all body. Most motherfuckers with long legs, short bodies, don't walk on all fours, huh? Well, Listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, raccoons, you can look a at dog it. has a long body, huh? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You can look at a raccoon, possum, any of them shit. Long body. backs. And legs, yeah, the, the body long and legs are short. With short legs, too. Uh-huh. And the orientation between the neck and the chin is very short. That means that they used to walk on all fours with their chin up. Like a lizard, right? That's why the Geico, the Geico lizard is so funny when he stands up because he's a lizard with long neck. And he has a chin. You ever seen a chin on a crocodile, my nigga? Does a crocodile have a chin? That's his belly, right? Yeah. The most recent changes to the European is a chin in the forehead. Prove me wrong. Hmm. You know, the thing you just said about that guy, so that's it, though. Excuse me. He he's standing upright. He yeah. all body though. Yeah, but that long neck thing. Yes, I've with a long neck. Commercials. I've seen one of the commercials where they had an actual like lizard, the same type of lizard there that he's supposed to be, like a chameleon, whatever the hell. But they look totally different. You feel me? Because of that feature, how they humanize them so much. Mhm. Now, 
It wanted to make distinctions between monkeys and apes. Monkeys have tails, right? Yeah. Monkeys run on top of the trees. Apes don't have tails, right? Crackers, crackers say that they are burial. That means that they swing through trees. They swing. They hang at the bottom end of the branch and they swing. See the point? The monkey is on top of the branch. Like a squirrel do. The, the squirrel don't swing, do it? No, the monkey like running and jumping. Like the squirrel do, right? The squirrel crawl up the bark of the, the trunk and he be, right? But he can get up the tree. Do, do a squirrel have long legs? No. They all body, right? But that means he can't climb. But when he climbs, he climbs up the tree, and he's his, his mate, his, his, like you said, jumping to, jumping on top of branch to branch. That means his hands are on top moving. While I'm mentioning hands, we're talking about hominins and shit, right? Now, Apes. Apes don't have tails. Tails are indicative of balance, right? Cats got good balance. Cats got long tails. Cats they don't cats don't swing. They they be on top of shit, right? Monkeys, I mean apes swing. They underneath the branch. That's indicative of a thumb, right? Gotta have a strong thumb action to hold on, right? Monkeys have what? Longer arms, shorter legs. This is called the fuck the crackers card this shit, man. Index membro. The uh, index membro index. Meaning the ratio between upper limbs and lower limbs. Even though apes swing on trees, apes Got a little bit of legs. They all arms, right? You follow me? Yes, sir. That's why when chimpanzees that's why that's why when chimpanzees stand up and walk, they look funny, right? Because they wobble like side to side. Because they got longer, their arms are longer than their legs. Let's analyze the Neanderthal. Because there's no there's no complete set of Neanderthal bones, but you, you know the cracker who went through and took all the bones. But to give you a good visual of what he'll look like, you know Wolverine, right? Wolverine about five foot. Talk about the comic book character, about five foot three, two hundred fifty pounds. Big, you know, he's short and wide. This would be right why he's all core. All torso. He in the cold. Species with small torsos and long legs often live in hot climates so they can get rid of heat. They can sweat better. If you're in a cold climate, you're gonna want a longer torso, shorter limbs, so you keep heat in better, right? So it wouldn't be cool to have tall Europeans in Europe at this time because it's blizzards, right? So the Neanderthal, the Neanderthal will be a short statue, long torso individual whose legs will be shorter than their arms. He will be a long back, right? 
Now, this is for some. Some have monkey traits. Because <laughs> some most Europeans have tails. Both I find interesting because there ain't trees like that in Europe, really. There ain't big grassland trees. They got, you know, pine trees. But the pine trees aren't really densely together. Like, when, like, like for example, when you go to certain parts of Asia, you got monkeys and apes that don't even touch the floor. There's that much trees. You know what I mean? They connect. But yet, so the orientation of the European's body is not for, you know, it's really for snow crawling. Crawling through snow. Me and you, me and you, brother born, we're going to have problems in Europe. The blowing and so forth, because we tall, we looking, and we, every, every step we take forward, we're going three inches into the, a foot into snow. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you gotta have a more or less. You gotta be quadrupedal. You gotta be on all fours, my nigga, right? You gotta be able to grow through that shit. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, you gotta be able to grow through it. Because if you ain't off off all fours, like you would them, you gonna uh, be bent all the way over so far that it looks like you're on all fours trying to burrow through that shit on a regular basis. Exactly. So, those are clues that when they find bones, that's how they're able to tell whether you're black or white. They look at your, they look at your, your limb proportion. They can tell if you're male or female. You know, that's the easy thing to tell you male or female, but what race you are. What race you are. Male and female is, is very easy. Because if you have a skull, if you don't have the skull, all you need is the pelvic bone, the gradual pits, where they mesh together. You can tell when women, they was, you know, after during childbirth and so forth, you can see that there no pits. But if you don't have that, how do you, how are you able to tell? They met, they be doing medicine, you know, they know, they know limb proportion. The average femur bone for the typical European, regardless of height, has a, has a number. If you have a skull, all you need is the, the back part of occipital bone. That's the, the 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 back part of the skull. You know, we say niggas have hook heads. That nigga got a little hook head on him, right? Europeans, that part of their they head is hollow. Y'all know that? It's the equivalent, you know, you know, when babies, we have soft spots, brother born, and how it fuses together. For Europeans, that fusion takes place in two spots of their heads, in the top part, like we do, and the back part. When you study crime scenes or, or you study um, child killings, this is something in European culture as well. Babies who have uh, been shook to death, shaken to death, and so forth. Well, Europeans, they, by them being shook to the forth, 
the brain shaking in the brain case, them having hollow hollow occipital bones and the soft spot on top of their head. They more and them not being able to sit up to their nine months. <laughs> now in nature now even even the even the human African baby ain't able to walk at three months, but is able to at least sit up. Sit up to receive the titty when mother's feeding it and to sit up when mama got it tied to her back and we travel her. That's that's at least good enough so you can sit up to breathe. The white baby's on this back for nine months. Head just wobbling. That's in nature, that's vulnerable. I mean, even if the mother was able to tie the baby up on her back, you know, tie the baby and, and travel while getting, you know, the white woman tying the baby to her back, getting chased by wolves. If she recently breastfed that baby, and you know, white folks got issues with mucus in their lungs and shit, right? Because the baby can't sit upright good and let a wobbly head. Mama gonna suffocate on their own mucus. Mama, mama breastfed the white baby. The the little wolf, you know, we were in Europe. The wolf came. Oh shit! Oh 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 oh! She took some raw hide, tied the baby to her back. She trying to get on down. She get on down, and when she get take the baby, baby, the baby dead. The baby then, after getting breastfed, you know, when you drink milk, you produce a, a mucus and so forth. Especially when you're young. You tipped and choked on your own mucus, baby. Dead like a motherfucker. So the gestate, you know, the gestation for a European woman to have a, a child is long on the black woman. Then you got to protect that motherfucker longer too. That's a burden, damn there. But in nature, it ain't a burden because that's what's necessary. To produce those species, you got birds. I can't think of the bird. The bird can't even fly somewhere in South Africa. Uh, 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 no, no, somewhere in Madagascar. But the the the, 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 the damn egg is damn near three quarters of the, of the of the bird's side. But that bird had it, and they only had one egg at a time every so often. But if that's what it takes to keep that baby going or keep that species going, that's what it has to does, right? The European can't do that. Meaning, if the European don't practice in mixing with other races, they'd have been gone. So they can't, they, they, their existence is, is, is hypocrisy. They can't sit up there and say, well, we, you know, Hitler opened up <laughs> sperm banks. But they still got to use the sperm egg. Said you still got to find a strong European woman to put that egg in, or to put that sperm in that egg in. And the European woman is recessive. That's why Amos Wilson said these people will sleep with you; they'll marry you. But their open ideology is reflective of a collective ego. White. Power supremacy is a collective ego. It ain't the individual. It ain't solely the uh, aspirations of one dominant cracker. It's the collective ego of many racist Europeans. It's collective. A collage. 
So why are we surprised? Well, we see where we headed to with this. You know, microphone on. This goddamn phone ain't worth shit. I got to get my phone that God. I had to call back in family from another line, excuse me. For my uh, house phone. My cell phone died out. I was cut off. I was and I was dialing back in. I don't know what you and I don't know what you were saying when you whatever you, your last words was on the mic. Why are we surprised? Man. Nothing has changed about the European. The world is changing. People's perceptions are being changed every day. The Europeans has not changed at all. He's conformed to us and other indigenous people's lands as he's wanted, but as 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 a collective body, they have not changed because we've changed. We perceive them as being something that has changed. Yes. The Confederate flag. Just as many Africans was hanged on the Confederate flag as there was an American flag. We should not draw distinctions between the two. British flag, that's another different flag. We know that the Europeans have various different flags. White power will take on any flag to promote their agenda. So we shouldn't see the flag of a Confederate being an open slave practitioner. Who bites you with the smile, you know, with the with the growl and don't care, whereas the European wearing what was it, the, the 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 white woman who sold it, uh, Susan B. Anthony, same thing. She still had she her her great grandfather was a slave owner, but they just smiled at Negroes before they sold them. Ain't no difference. Why are we surprised? When police pull you over, if you ain't got your burner on you and you're not ready to die, you just got caught slipping. Follow the protocol and procedures, as Kyla Muhammad told you. Name, rank, and serial number. That's your ID. That's all you give them. You just got caught slipping. What you don't want is to have more than them giving you because now you're at the mercy of them. 
As long as you know that you don't have no immediate loved ones protecting you, you're at the mercy of them. You must know these protocols. You must know who we're dealing with. If we at war, that's how you deal with it. You know, notice what you're doing when you're doing it. If you're going out at 1.30 in the morning and so forth, you got to look, you in the fucking, you're in a land of crimin, criminals, savages, murderers, who will make the victim out to be the, the, the guilty one. Well, he shouldn't have been walking out that time of night. He knows his killer's out here. That's what they saying. That's what the fuck they saying. You should know better. His killer's out here. And because we don't have a sufficient, because a lot of us confused about it, they don't need reasons to kill. You don't have to give them a reason to. If they made their mind up, you can be smiling. No wrong with you. They gonna, because look at America's serial killers. The average typical serial killer is a white male. Working, getting a good pay, good job. And most of the time, his victims are people he don't know. Why? So it don't come back to him. So he's not only a killer, he's smart. I, I will kill you, but I know you. And because I, you know me, that could trace you back to me. And by tracing that back to me, that can end my killing spree. And by ending my killing spree... That will stop my work. And if I have no work to do, I have no existence. And if I have no existence, point of me in being here. Do you know what I'm saying? Let's let's assume for one minute the European has made his mind up on what he's going to be. He's made his mind up on being the plague of this earth. Why are we trying to reform him and turn him into something he's not, something uh, uh, angel or human? Yeah, the devil can't, you can't reform him. You can't reform him, you cannot. Can he be reformed? Hell no. We try as, I stated, as I stated earlier, my discussions and talk is not for no old nigga. It's yeah. easier to raise a generation of small, uh, it's easier to raise a generation of strong children than it is to reform a broken man, a broken woman. The white man knows this. The white man ain't finna spend all this time trying to get you old niggas to be slaves. They ain't smarter than that. They gonna open up schools for your babies. First off, he got a fresh track. He and she got a fresh track worker. They're young. The younger, the better. Right. I'm not finna be sitting here Looking for no motherfucker to go chase. I'm not finna be on Facebook. Facebook is exactly what it is. You can create a profile and be whatever that profile is. Why are we looking for revolutionaries on that motherfucker? Why are we surprised at the shit that's going on on social media? Why are we surprised at what the media is presenting? Why are we surprised that white folks are killing? My daddy said, but they ain't killing us. The only difference between now and then is that. They can pick and choose what they want us to see. And what we should complain about. Exactly. You know, when my daughter asked that question, she said, how do you choose which ones they kill? I mean, which ones they show on TV? Now, if, your, your daughter, 
Did you, did you see this? The old motherfuckers don't see this. They worried about reputation. They worried about notoriety. They worried about ego. The youth, they just identify with what they see. They just now learning the the, the the goal of being an elder is being able to, to see the children that you grow up around or that grew up around you and be able to tell them what they're good at. That's it. To create jobs. That's how you create jobs. Little man, man, just turned 18. He don't know what he's good at. You've known him since he was 15. Little jobs tell a nigga what he, you know, you know in my eyes, you seem to keep motherfuckers together. Remember when little man man was finna get jumped and you intervened? You know, they was gonna whoop his ass on accountability. They because only because of you, nigga. So you got some, you got people skills. That's your job. Your job ain't to hold them back. I'm 33. I'm a young nigga. You feel me? I'll be around elders who will fight me, hold me back from certain discussions and so forth. And don't ever ask me why. Because they're afraid. My job, ain't to, my job ain't to appeal to them. My job is just to see where they at and to get them comfortable, let let, let them babies be around me. So, okay, yeah, you can teach my kids to make a rock for show. Okay, that's my whole thing. To see that I'm going to be the same talk, no matter if I'm around you with the kid, but I'm going to draw a line. But that's the discussion. That's the discussion because the purpose for schools is to what? Prepare young black children for power. That's it. Exactly. That's and I'm I'm not gonna sit here and act like this is something I came up with. This is all I do. All I do. Everybody I'm infatuated with is dead. That's why they can't tell me nothing. Everybody that I love and cherish is are is gone off this planet. So I only vibrate off what they already talk. I, this this ain't nothing new. Ain't nothing new under the sun. This is Dr. Amos Wilson words coming out of my mouth. So there. Message is not for the you know. I talk to elders, and I, I don't talk to, to I, I, all. I do is start to talk to elders to convince them that I'm a little intelligent. They may not know the angles I'm working, but at least they'll say, "Well, make well, yeah, he got a little hell on his shoulders. He's a tricky little motherfucker, but he got a little hell on his shoulders." And if he got himself up in some, I trust that he's doing the right thing. That's all I need. He can still be a Christian or a Muslim. I'm not trying to convert that motherfucker. So Nick can be married to a white wife. I'm not trying to get in his personal life. I'm not going to be on Facebook. Oh, did this nigga fuck with a black wife? That nigga happy? None of that. He an elder. I don't give a fuck. He, his time has came. That's why I like Kendrick Lamar. That little interview he, he had with Tupac. And Tupac said in this state, of, they like to take the heart and soul out of a black man before he reached 30. I'm 33. I'm really in, in the sense of trying to get my last shit out before I get silenced, before they, and I really have nothing to hold me back. That's why I'm really going so hard. I've been pushing this position. You see what I'm saying? I, I get, you know, I'm, I'm punished by the reflection, I, the, the relationship I have with my two sons because of my beliefs. What are you saying, Mikara? My, 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 my son's mother is a devout Christian, and we fight all the time over behavioral patterns because the black woman that she was attracted by that by the leadership oh I like that he's smart 
But then when she has children by me, a fear factor can. The fear factor that would be put there by Europeans. That's why I understand black women. Today. I got a number of aunties on my mama's side. Five sisters, you know what I'm saying? So I understand, you know, the fear factor. That's why I say, you know, first thing I break off, every black woman that has a son in America is punished. Yeah, you know, she afraid. She afraid for him to be like you. She know that that shit will cause trouble. Because she know, I'm, she know I'll act on what I believe in. And I will act on what I say. That's enough in America. That's enough. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. All day. That nigga and, my, and, and, and that's what gets you hurt. See, that's what yep. gets you hurt right there. That's what gets you killed. Not the, not the talking, but the walking. See, the walking is what gets you in trouble. Oh, man. When you, I know you, you know, that's when you get that trouble. When you walk, what you're talking about. Exactly. Like, oh, oh. You know, whether it be any faction that you're in, you can be selling dope. But because you act on what you say, oh, that that's a real nigga. Yeah. What you mean? That nigga really, that nigga said that's what he was going to do, and that nigga actually did it. I respect that. Mm-hmm. Or you, you either respect it or you fear it. And Professor William Mackey said, motherfuckers will hate you for having knowledge. That's actually the first sign in America that you equate knowledge. Do you feel like you've been hated on? The motherfuckers constantly say, you think you know everything. That, that's a good sign to let you know that you you, you searching, that you're looking for answers. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, you're right. You're right about that. Real talk. So why are we surprised? we only surprised because as long as the African has been on this planet, we've endured every natural disaster, every natural occurrence on this planet, except now. This is a synthetic process. That's what's fucking us up. Yeah. It's synthetic as polymer. You know what I'm saying? That's why you know it's synthetic as the patent leather J's. That's synthetic, my nigga. That ain't real leather. That's why we can't get a handle of it. We can't get a handle on it because it's synthetic, and we try to deal with it in a natural way. You can't naturally deal with this synthetic goddamn organism. We've dealt with malaria better than we dealt with the shit we've been here now. Because at least malaria was natural. Yeah. And natural things take their natural course of time. We ain't even had a, in this synthetic process, synthetic shit, they don't have time to, they they can process. Only time they do is to cool off and then they get processed again. There you go. What's that? We took 10 pounds of oil, and we got one ounce of pure plastic. Well, what are you going to do with another nine pounds? Well, we're going to put it in barrels and drop it in, in the fucking in, in the ocean. 
See what I'm saying? Was it worth it, nigga? Damn. That, that, that's why I said the European ain't from this planet. But everything that's of this planet respects this planet because they know. It's the only one you got. Yeah, yeah, which you, you, you don't sell your porch, right? <laughs> you still, because when you sell your porch, you still got to go clean it, right? Uh, don't sit where you eat. You don't sit where you eat. So that nigga fucked up this he fucks up this planet and she fucks up this planet like they're not from here. They fucking cut they sit they they synthetically process shit like they're not from here. Instead of saying that we can get raw shit from here, he thinks totally different. That let me know he's not from this planet. Yeah, he act like he, and you saying that, that's all I'm saying, he, he act like he's not from here. He does stuff, yeah. he has no understanding of what the fuck this shit is about. Uh, not that he don't understand what it's about, he doesn't have any care for it, because it's not, it's not something that, you know, and he don't come from it. It's not his. You know it's not his. And I'm not finna sit here and argue with nigga and, and look at, on the few things that we do have in common and say that that, that proves that we're the same. No, nigga. Uh-uh. That nigga, first off, I, we, we don't know the conditions of history and environment that produced the cracker. I'm going to say that shit again because that's the contention. When we look at the African track record, they say... They can look at your, your DNA and say, they can tell you a sub-Saharan Africa, right? Yeah. Listen to the word, sub-Saharan Africa. That means that there's strong DNA that points to the geography in which in Africa you came from, right? Yeah. Why they can't do the same thing for Europeans? Why you don't hear none subs for African? Why you don't hear sub-zero? You're a sub-zero European. Because <laughs> <That's evil, right? laughs> <laughs> Sub-Saharan is, is a digging of a very hot and moisture, right? And it should be a sub you have a sub-freezing. Sub-zero is cold and dry, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, where is the cold and dry? there. Well, what about the uh, mid-temperate Asian? It only applies to African. Why? And niggas, niggas take the bait. You got niggas who African conscious who said the white man is a devil, who will then go pay the devil to study their blood and tell them what part of Africa they came from. What is, is the psychology of that, my nigga? Tell me. I'm gonna say that shit again. You have Africans who are black powered who are so-called African-centered, who say the white man is the devil, who will then go pay and give their blood to Europeans and ask them what part of Africa they came from. That's a slap to your mama's face, ain't it? Like you, like you need him to verify you're African. That's a slap to your mama's face, right? 
If anybody know mama know. I mean, this thing got so fucked up, now you got to argue with niggas, what's a real African? I'm black African. What the fuck's a black African? I thought the word black and African were one and the same. Let the car spoke upon this. The only people who caused that rift were white Africanans. Calvinists, right? Why? Because these were a group of Dutch-speaking motherfuckers who were colonialists, who pride themselves on living in Africa and calling themselves Africans. And it was taboo because they were white. So why are we surprised? And the only reason, and if we are surprised, is because somewhere along the line, among the hype men, they're not telling us truth about the history. And in history, everybody got a little, you know, every, everything got a crease in history. Everything got a Not because it's planned, but because history is just, history ain't planned. History is, a, is an array of components. People, places, times, and events. That's it. We got the best accord of people, places, times, and events, and natural accord of things. We all square because... It's a synthetic. First off, the promotion of homosexual behavior is the question of Amara. It's to say, it's to do, it, that's that white cracker should do what thou wilt. Yeah. Only under the scope, I'm not going into no Masonic shit. I'm sticking to the script. What do you mean? The European is a master of synthesis. The only way you can do a will is under a state of synthesis. And we know synthesis has, you know, you know what all states of synthesis have in, in common? Time. There's always a time frame on it. I don't care which. If you're synthesizing taffy, candy, there's a time restraint. There's a time restraint on what is needed to make it in terms of temperature, time, and there's a time restraint on how long that shit going to last. Right? Mm-hmm. Chronos is time by the European. When you look at Chronos, every time you see Chronos manifest in physical form, it's either living, looking like living lava or it's looking like the sun. Lava, the sun. That is the sun. Amen Ra. The sun is time. 24 hours in a day. 24 I was a, what the fuck are you talking about? Time is in relation to how long the sun set on this planet. That's it. But you don't look at it like that. In fact, that's long, that's what's taken for granted on this planet is the sun. But you know what? Even the European even told you that motherfucker got a date. You know, the sun's going to die too. He's killing everything. If, if his job is to kill everything, if his job is to 
wipe things away from existence. Your job was to bring things into existence. But you have to know this. You didn't bring him into existence. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Well, that's the biggest lie. That's the biggest lie. Because you know what speaks to that? See, if we were the only people on this planet, then we could say, and then Europeans talk about, well, maybe, you know, we did create them. But that ain't the case because everything on this planet speaks the same truth as we do. What is this? Everything is a, in nature is attacking Europeans. His first enemy was nature. The first embodiment of physical form of nature for him was the white woman. He hates his mother. He hates the first thing that nurtured him. Do you understand why I'm taking this? Yes, sir. This is like close to your parents. They all have mommy issues. That's where it starts off. They all got problems with their mother. Now, I would ask this question as a psychologist. I would ask white women this. At what age do white babies, black and white, start biting the nipple? Yeah, uh, they, uh... they do bite. That's why they went to bottles. <laughs> what the bottles in Africa? Some of them bite, but not all of them. Not all mama of them. don't. The, the African mama don't play that shit. Well, she's suckling, ain't, but you bite your mama, you won't get no more titty, nigga. Right? Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, Europeans I, didn't. That's what I'm saying. European women didn't create bottles just because they weren't producing uh, 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 milk. No. Them bite babies are biting, my nigga. You know, wolves bite. Dogs bite when they feeding. And that's their deity. You got to listen to what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. There's also another reason, too. During slavery, that white woman wasn't allowing slaves to suckle on that breast just because it was nutrients. That baby was biting. I'm about to check on that too. That's interesting. You may not find it. That's a question to be asked. You may not find it. No, but you go look. What's the age that the, the children start biting on you? Because hmm. I, that. I think I remember one time my daughter might have put her, it might have bit down. But at that one time, that was it. This don't apply to black children. This white children. If listen to what I'm saying. There's a culture in white that they hate their mother. Males. Minkra is asking the question. Well, I wonder because it's a culture, and because it's a culture's behavior. I'm saying their behavior is genetic. Ours is not genetic. Ours is more circumstantial in terms of environment. That's how we're in the condition we are now. If you fuck with the environment. Because we 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 were dead with the environment so well and so bad. But listen to the European. What would have produced that? And at what age? Since they and they could, it's all serial killers. They hate they they hate their mother. When they clinically diagnose Sigmund Freud when he came up with that shit to diagnose insane, they asked if you got mommy the Oedipus the Oedipus complex, right? Baby boy, right? 
Mm-hmm. Listen to what I'm saying. I'm saying at what age in European women do the male child or the female child start biting the nipple? Do they hate their mothers? Uh, early. You ever study? It's a it's a program on Netflix, and it's called Lions and Hyenas, and it's going through the, the dynamic relationship between lions and hyenas. I was fucked up when I watched this shit because I didn't know. You know, hyenas are strictly matriarchal, right? Mm-hmm. Female hyena is way bigger than the male, and she got a dick. Well, she got something look like a dick. He he's. Two, twice as small as she is. But in their culture, these hyenas, when they cubs, whatever the fuck you want to call them, puppies, the hyenas like a mix of a lot of shit, but it's, it's like a dog, really. The, 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 the head queen of the pride of the hyenas, she, when she gave offspring her daughter, the daughter knew she was in line to be... So even among the little puppies, they had a they had a, a hierarchy. The head hyena gave birth to two females. The sister killed her sister. She knew. And when she it was, it was weird because I don't know if the the cracker you know the crackers fuck with all the species, but when they do the documentary, she was bigger than her sister. And right when, right when they became of age, they 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 they, they puppies. They eat raw meat. Well, one thing hyenas do, they when they suckle on their mother, they be biting their mothers and they eat raw meat. That's very they they born with teeth. Hyenas are born with teeth. <laughs> right? She killed her sister, and when she killed her sister, she brought the motherfucker the the carcass out for all the little. It's like twelve cubs from all the other various motherfuckers, right? So they hanging together. They, they all youngsters, right? So they watching the little female because she big and her mama the queen. And, and when she killed her sister, they ate the sister. Hyenas are cannibals, right? They puppies, and the adults don't get any business. When I seen this, when you look at... I put Africans give certain traits to certain people. The African hierarchy of Egypt was always the leopard or the cat, right? Nowhere in Egypt do you see hyenas, but the hyena, when you find hyenas in Africa, hyenas in Africa just belong as a saber to a tiger. In fact, when you find human bones, ancient hominins, you find hyenas because the hyenas be scavenging the bones. So when you see, Af- you know, the bones has been manipulated. We know hyenas been found right there by them in the stratigraphy. So there's a connection there. When Greeks came to Egypt, our, the Melchite Coptics gave them the symbol of a three-headed beast. Of a do- it was a dog and resembled that of a hyena. That's for a reason, y'all. See what I'm saying? The Greeks deified the hyena with the goddess Hermaphrodite because they thought that the hyena had both male and female organs because hyenas, even though hyenas, the females, both the female and the male got a dick. The hyenas 
since they've gotten number. And my argument is hyenas been just hyenas numbers have always been kept under check naturally, just like other wild dogs in Africa. But it wasn't until the, the Romans and the, and the Greeks came that their numbers rose and gave lions the problems that they have now. Lions now got problems with fucking hyenas being on the uh, on the uh, food chain command. And I, and my contention is, if hyenas are always at the top of the food food chain command with well, well, lions, we will see that depicted on the walls of Egypt. We only see that depicted throughout Africa. But we don't see that all Africans, whether it be West Africa, or wherever you find hyenas all throughout Africa, from the southeast, all, they all got the same culture. You find pigs get deified, and, you know, we we, we, we ain't really been pork worshippers, but they get deified better than hyenas do. I see, I see, we, you know, they, we give certain animalistic characteristics to other people for a reason. In fact, zoo type is, is an indication of geography. Arabs is camels. The panda bear is the Asia, right? The lion is the Africa, right? The dog is European. And then the dog has done the same thing. The European has done the same thing with the dog that he's done. The European has synthesized the dog in his synthesis. But what's the what's the common ancestor of the dog? The wolf. Are there any wolves in Africa? Why are we
death, man. You know, why I was surprised, man. And does 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 the topics that we hold does do we even need to be talking about certain things we we need to be talking about? You know. I just say good luck to all them niggas, man, who who running things that's off centered with, with with our reality, you know, brother Seti, brother Polite. I'm not gonna say brother Polite, brother Seti, because uh, polite, 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 a businessman, and I, you know, I, I know a businessman when I. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.